0: I'm Vince Roca. Did he say Venti Mocha? And sitting in for special guest Michael Hutchinson is super special guest Martin Bailey. Yay, Woo! there's
1: my fan. All right. You're Pretty one good. fan. Thank you. You
0: have one. It's good to have one. I got one. How good. are you, sir? I have a good we have we have not podcasted in a bit. It's been a while. What uh, What is new in your life? What's going on? What's up, man?
1: Uh, just keeping busy with the conventions and the crazy.
0: You just had one over the weekend. You sold some stuff. Oh my right? god,
1: dude! VHS people. Yes, it was, uh... it was a
0: big VHS con, so you sold a bunch of
1: tapes. Yeah, it was. It was pretty cool. It was one of those things where you don't know going in exactly what's who's going to be, you know, who's going to show up and all that kind of stuff. So it was a it was an interesting week, or you know, Saturday.
0: Yeah, did you yeah. make money?
1: I broke completely even and walked away with like twenty dollars profit and a bunch of you know bought uh, bought a bunch of stuff which you know kind of killed. I mean, I, I wasn't really going in making you know thinking I was going to make a ton. So of
0: money. you wait a minute. So you increased your inventory and made twenty dollars? Yeah, or you much. got rid of you no no I got rid inventory. of
1: a bunch of stuff, so it was good. Which
0: way? What was the net result? Did you go up in inventory or go down in inventory?
1: Uh, down. Down. The, the stuff that I bought, I wanted. So it was for me, not, oh, to, not to resell. Inventory. It wasn't like trades or So you that liquidated
0: kind of thing. and you made 20 bucks. Yeah. Is that so. good? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I
1: mean, that was the thing. It was like, it was five hours. It's downtown LA. There's like, you know, you just put up a table, put your stuff out and see what happens. And Right. Um, what was what cool? the
0: coolest thing that you got? What's the coolest find? What are you excited about? Uh,
1: my dad's, one of my dad's first films, Runaway, um, on VHS, and a brand new sealed copy, which I have not seen for... 25 30 years
0: does so, the movie exist on dvd it,
1: it does it ha, it's i have the dvd um okay you know, so i bought the dvd like years ago So you ago. just bought the vhs yeah because it was just like oh my uh, god and yeah. then I, the, the guy that ran, ran the place daniel um i actually told him i was like you know who's in this movie he's like oh gene simmons i go yeah do you know who else And he's like no he's like oh my dad he didn't even know who my dad was which is right. funny because like we've talked about my dad so the guy's you know i don't think he's all there uh sometimes he's a really funny guy he's who's really cool my dad
0: yeah Who? who's your dad gw bailey who
1: yeah thank you um he's on a tv show right now It's been going on for 13 years
0: he's on a tv um, show mm-hmm. yeah oh. major crimes what's that on uh tnt oh that's why yeah exactly no
1: i'm kidding no i know yeah exactly uh it's actually we it's had in, cold
0: uh at magical levels with cold justice on tnt uh dick wolf show and uh did mm. very very well and major crimes uh, and uh, the closer, the closer, yeah. his predecessor, that, or it's that it spun off from, was, is a huge success for TNT. Yeah. still yeah. is. No, I mean, I'm, I'm joking about yeah. cable. Cable's, anyway, oh, I know. you were talking to this guy about who he fathers.
1: No, 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 so I mean, it was just like that. And um, he had a couple of guests, so there's a couple of guys from uh, Return of the Living Dead were there, you know, signing stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you ever saw Donnie Darko, oh, was, yeah, you know, Frank, he was there, he's a really nice guy. The oh, per- I the saw it in per- your advertisement. Yeah, the actual person, the actual guy, the actor. Uh, he's been in a couple of things here and there. Um, Is see
0: the guy in the bunny suit? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, like, you know, when he actually takes the bunny suit off in like the movie theater, he's actually shot.
0: I don't know if I should rewatch that movie. So, like the first that's... time that I watched it, I didn't hate it, but I also didn't love it. Yeah. And there are people who do love it, and I remember like it was a lot of quirkiness, like yeah. the airplane engine falls into the house. Like it was David Lynchian. Yeah. But. There was comedy too. Yeah, it. there was enough quirkiness that you just kept going, like, "What the hell's going to happen?" Exactly. Next? Like, that,
1: that's why I like it. It's just it's one of those things. Like it's not really uh, commercial. You know, you know exactly what's going to happen every scene. It's 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 a it, it's an interesting movie. I just
0: I, rewatched the epic Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Oh, there you go. Wow, Jesus. Yeah. I remember. So the first time Deanna and I watched this movie, oh god, it god. was crap. I hated yeah. it. Hated it. I just didn't know. It you don't know what to make of it. I mean, after after viewing it more than once now, it's like okay, I see why I hated it the first time because I was expecting a movie, a direct structure, a Johnny Depp film, and.
1: And it's just like his, the guy's books and, and his art. you just don't art.
0: know. The first time you watch it, you don't know what the hell this is and what to make of it. And the second time that I watched it, which I would have never re this movie except, like, I couldn't sleep. It's 3 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I turn on the TV and, like, HBO or Cinemax are playing it. Yeah. And now I have no preconceptions of it and mm-hmm. I'm just watching it and I'm laughing at all the stupidity yeah. in it. Yeah. Yeah. And so Deanna watched it for the second time in her life, again in our theater here. And I watched it, and was so funny. Just yeah. laughed. She's like, "It's so ridiculously funny." Yeah, um, yeah. It's, it's, it's a very
1: bizarre film. It's Same terrible. with Donnie Darko. Donnie Darko is not your typical, you know. It, it's very hard Does it to get classify.
0: funnier on multiple that's viewings, though. I don't. That's I feel the thing.
1: Yeah, like it, 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 it it is. And I feel like then, it's a
0: super undertone in its humor. Yeah. Like you're just sort of.
1: Yeah, I think. I think like uh, even when he when when he uh, Donnie Darko when Jake Gyllenhaal you know calls the you know Patrick Swayze's character it's like i think you're the antichrist it's like it's one of like those really subtle bizarre jokes and like the whole movie is kind of like that it's just very subtle you don't know what the hell you're watching but it's cool and and i think it's a very very it's one of those movies 50-50 split either you love or hate it there's no real middle grounds yeah, on well, either one of those movies, especially if you're lo- like fear and loathing. It's just like, I know people that hate that movie. I think they and haven't I just watched have, it a second time. Yeah, and I'm like, That's I go, you really need to watch it. Unfortunately, it's, 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 it's a heavy movie. Um,
0: fear and loathing.
1: Yeah. Be- well, because it's it's just crazy. <laughs> and you just, you're sitting, you're, you're watching people. Toby
0: Maguire's and to he's yeah, the yeah, hitchhiker. Exactly. It's but so... j-
1: it's heavy in that you're watching people that are insane. So it's just kind of like, wow, you really just have to go <laughs> with the flow. Lawyer, and, I advise you. Yeah. But, like, Benicio, Benicio del Taro is, you know, it, it's just ridiculous how good he is in that. He, he's just yeah. too, he's too funny, too scary, too bizarre, way too good. Johnny yeah. Depp is just, you know, way, you know. Uh, I Unfortunately, Johnny Depp's making pirate movies, and you're like, go back to Fear and Loathing. Go back to those no, movies.
0: No, Pirate. Yeah. Did you see Pirates 5? No. We did. We yeah. went out and saw it. I, I thought it was great. It was, mm-hmm. it was fun. It mm-hmm. was exactly what it is. I don't understand what, like, Pirates, uh, I think it's part five. Uh, the the latest pirates around now, maybe it's it's part six. six. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Dead men tell no tales. It's got like a 27% on rotten tomatoes and critics have panned it. And I'm, I'm like, and going in, you know, Deanna loves those movies. So we're going to go see it because she loves the pirate theme movies, but going in, I'm just like, why? Like there's pirates. Okay. So this is the plot. Something is going to happen at the beginning. There's going to be some fighting. Yeah. And in the end, everything's going to be okay. Yeah. And there's going to be some pirate ships and some cool effects.
1: Yeah. That's that. Bad? Right. Exactly.
0: That is the story. Right, exactly. That is what you're mm-hmm. going to see. There's, it's not, you know, it's not Shawshank. It's not like, no. I mean, it's, it's legitimately a story.
1: popcorn film. It's, it's, you're going into a big budget, fun movie.
0: Right. So and they, we when we saw it. And when it was done, it was like, I don't know how anybody hates this. Yeah. They didn't. It's like a 27% on a movie like that means they screwed up means it was, 50 minutes of dialogue and not a single fight. Right. Like, yep. that would be a 27% on the movie. Like, right now, people are hosing the crap out of Tom Cruise's Mummy. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it yet. Yep. I will see it. I don't understand why, like, people are like, oh, he's desecrating, you know, Brendan Fraser's, which is a remake of The Mummy anyway. Like, well, which it's- is funny
1: because that's not even what this is about. So people and, are dumb. And
0: that's, and that's the bizarre thing, too, is yeah. like every time I watch Because Brendan Fraser's
1: was not a universal remake of The Mummy. It was its own storyline. Right. So but bo- it's both The of Mummy those, property. Right. So like so, both of those and then the, the, the weird part The Brendan
0: Fraser's yeah. is like this Indiana Jones sort of comical, fun, right. National Treasure kind of movie, which came out about the same time as National Treasure, if I remember correctly. Yeah. And I guess this uh, Mummy with Tom Cruise is also sort of an Indiana Jones as I read an article, and apparently Universal is trying to compete with Marvel and DC. Yeah, and they call it the Dark Universe. The Dark the Universe. The re- they're the remaking. they yeah. rebooting. Did you see the their... Mummy? By the way, Did no. I, okay. Well, it's the Dark Universe. I don't know. Something yeah. up your alley. Um. But I'm like – I still, I haven't seen it yet, but I'm like, how do you hose this and how do you – I can't tell – I can't, for the life of me, figure out in the trailer how it even looks like the Brendan Fraser or even right, the right. old mummies. Right. I'm like, okay, there's a mummy and maybe she's named the same one that was in the – I guess she is the same mummy that was in the Brendan Fraser one or the same, like, background I, story. I don't know. Yeah. But so what? It's yeah. a Tom Cruise movie. Check this out. They're going to go get a relic. It's going to get loose. Yeah. All hell's going to break right. loose. There's going to be a bunch of action. We <laughs> saw in the frigging trailer that a plane's going to you know, come yeah. down. And in the end, everything's going to be okay. Of course. Like, if I show up and all of a sudden it's <coughs> two guys standing behind a register at a at a convenience store talking for 50 minutes, then yeah. I see why you give the mummy a, a exactly. 20%. Right. It wasn't what I bought into. Right. So, I don't know these are uh, these are the, the critics the people um, what well, else well there's not even
1: really that many good critics anymore they're, they're they're mainly bloggers and it's it's you don't know where they're coming from it's not yes, like the art- it's not like it's not like old school you know like rolling stone la times washington post you know these were like real movie critics who actually went to school they got communication degrees and whether you believe them or thought of them well, you it know, took a, a while way, for you to you know. find
0: a critic that you could that your tastes were aligned. with. Well, yeah, yeah. That but at the, the same key. time,
1: these guys were critiquing films. Yeah, a lot of the uh, a lot of the newer, like you know, the last twenty years, um, you know, people are attacking Tom Cruise when it has nothing to do with the movie. Yeah, you know, and you're like the the Johnny Depp, you know, pirate movie. They'll attack you know Johnny Depp and oh another pirate movie, and you're like right. So go see the, you know, it's just kind of like you're attacking. Well, you said that a minute ago. You're no, like, no, no, I wish no. no, no. Back the, to and but I'm not a critic. It's just like <laughs> no, that's just yet. me. I'm like, I'm like, I don't care to see uh, that storyline anymore. But at the same time, I'm not going to sit there and go, oh, Johnny. You know, it's like who, can, you know, that has nothing to do with the movie. Critique the movie. You know, talk about the movie. You know, go see the movie. That's the other fun part. Where a lot of these people, a lot of these critics, I guarantee you, a lot of the bloggers and Rotten Tomato people never saw the movie. Uh, well, that's, yeah. the major, that's the major problem with a lot of those sites, anyway. Where you're just like, I think you need to see the movie.
0: Yeah, Howard Stern. Uh, I just I heard him this past week. He was talking. It was an old one, but he was talking yeah. about it. Uh, a woman had reviewed his movie Private Parts, and she had never seen right. It. And she gave an in depth review right. and admitted that she never watched the movie. Yeah, I was like, how do you do that? Um, yeah, I I used to find critics to be very frustrating, and I sort of like that. Uh, like, I gauge a movie based on audience reaction. Yeah. Um, we almost went to go see the Goldie Hawn, uh, mm-hmm. a. Amy Schumacher movie. Mm-hmm. I can't think Amy of the Schumer. name of it. Um, uh, anyway, we almost went to go see that, but the audience rating was super low. Yeah. And I was like, whoa. For I mean, that movie, all right. So mom and mom and daughter are estranged. Yeah. Funny shit happens, and then all is well yeah. in the end, and the audience didn't like it. Yeah like that speaks to me like there's something well, let's this- I I I give that I put a little bit of weight into that. But no. if I would have read a critics review on it who hosed it I probably wouldn't have given it the same way right. as, as watching other audiences. Th- that's what
1: that I mean shows. though. Like the crit- like critics like they're they've yeah, I don't fallen, know. Yeah. yeah, they've like really really fallen apart. Now the Amy movie just like when we we can actually say this now because it's in the it's in the public domain but like when we saw a James Franco movie that wasn't coming out in like two weeks.
0: The room. The, you know, the, the masterpiece. The, 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 now it's room.
1: the disaster piece or whatever they're going to call it. Um, the
0: disaster artist. Is yeah. That what
1: it is? I don't know what they're going to. Anyway, when we saw that movie as a preview, you know, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, mm-hmm. um, they didn't have a date for it. It was just kind of like, this is a preview. It's going right. to come out possibly February, March. That's like, you know, when the Amy movie, I got uh, a thing, you know, an email from the same company for the Amy movie. Uh-huh. Yeah. Nine days before it was going to be released. So that tells oh. me right away they're having major problems with certain parts of that movie that they need to, you know, to, to clean up. But then I'm like, how the hell are they going to clean that thing up and then send it out to 3,000 screens? Well, when I've gone to so those, those, it's like, uh, wow.
0: ad- those screenings that are only like a week in advance, yeah. when I, every time I've ever shown up, it's actually a press screening.
1: No, this was like the the same. They company. they
0: bill them as if they're right uh, survey screenings, but they end up not handing out. Surveys. Well, it, yeah, it, you it, can it, tell it, because you show up and there's a table of popcorn. Right. And, those are, <laughs> and that's free. You don't get to touch that, right. but that's free for all the press people. The press show. people, yeah. And there's an enormous section in the center that's left open for right. any press people. But
1: anyway, don't. it was just like one of those things like, like ooh, that's that's pretty harsh. The thing is, is today week, two weeks with
0: uh, digital cinema packages, DCPs, you actually can release a movie overnight to theaters. Yeah. It's, that would it's, be it's, cutting it's, it's, it super close because right. you're risking internet connections being right. down. but within days yeah. um you can make final edits mm-hmm. author your DCP and then distribute Ab- it no, to absolutely. several thousand yeah. theaters um
1: that that's when i i don't you know i don't know the
0: although as bad as that movie has been reviewed yeah uh maybe it wasn't a press screening no. um i will see it on uh video yeah. because it's Goldie on. and amy uh and i love them both so yeah i don't know well
1: but... the... To to let people know where I live, I'm in Santa Cruz, California. You want there's to get only, your exact address? Yeah, and there's only two movie theaters out there, and the Amy Goldie Han movie only played that one week. Yeah, so it was like that; it was in the theater for a week and gone. So obviously, nobody even came out to see Goldie Han, and which is you know strange for you know for Amy because it was just like you know her last movie was such a hit. You would think that this would kind of run. You know, at least a couple of weeks, or you know, something. But no,
0: uh, it's been a few weeks, so it's probably not so Six topical. Days. But no, this is not something else. Uh, yeah. have you seen Guardians of the Galaxy too? Oh yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. yeah, yeah the, 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 we saw it as well. The
1: opening, well, Thursday night or whatever, and yeah. in a huge the- right here. It was the Winnicka, fantastic. Winnicka, the Winnetka oh, Theater.
0: Oh, you went to Winnetka? It was fantastic. I loved Unbelievable. It. I am Groot. It's yeah, fan- I mean, oh, it's just Jesus awesome. Christ.
1: so so good.
0: Just an awesome movie. Um, and uh, it it got uh hosed a bit i guess i mean people loved it and yeah. enjoyed it uh but it's a movie without any actual plot
1: yeah no yeah 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 <laughs> it yeah. is it's it's a good it's a good again it's a good popcorn sequel because but the it's odd like, thing
0: about it is it's not really a movie of like action it's it's not i mean there is action yeah. but it's not like oh i'm going to see tom cruise jump out of a plane so right. it's not really like a, this set big set piece action spectacle there is tons of special effects but it's Not really like, oh, I'm going to see like Avatar style special effects. It's funny. Yeah. And then there's. And then it's super
1: crazy sad. So it's, yeah. Yeah,
0: there's no real plot. Uh,
1: (laughs) Not compared to the first one. The first one actually had the. And all that together. Yeah.
0: It's. Better than 99% of anything in the DC universe. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I think I
1: think James Gunn, the director and his people are like, I mean, obviously, I mean, I know people who made the movie, but it's like outside of their particular parts, it just, it's so freaking fun. Like you watch yeah, these movies and it proves that you don't need a big, huge plot in a big popcorn movie mm-hmm. in that it's still fun. It's still like they have enough action. They have enough of the jokes and you throw out, you know, the the baby groot as much as, you know, humanly possible without, you know, it's kind of like jaws. I mean, you couldn't have too much jaws. Sure. Cuz then it would, you know, kill the movie. Well, Groot, I think it was perfect. Like he, you know, his scenes were uh just perfect in the movie. Uh, so it just it just worked. It was just like little little snippets here and there and then uh, you know that big did, scene. Did
0: you go see did you go see uh, Wonder Woman?
1: Yeah. If and? you want to talk about Wonder Woman, that would be great. I think Wonder Woman's one of the best films ever. Really, it, it's Patty Jenkins, the director. Just boom!
0: One of the best films ever in, in that, world, that... In, in that oh. world.
1: In that world, in the in the the comic book, you know, like it. it to me, and uh, this is something I was like thinking about a lot. It was like uh, Christopher, you know, made the Batman movies. You know, remade the Batman movies, and it's just like Heath Ledger, easily the best villain in you know this world. Mm-hmm. Um. Christian Bale is unbelievable as Batman and now this woman is unbelievable as Wonder Woman and I did think you it's see, up there
0: did you see the uh Batman versus Superman that she's in
1: uh th- they had the big old trailer for it so yeah
0: no 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 the one be- the movie that came out before Batman versus Superman Wonder Woman uh yeah but I mean you know she's did in you it for like, it? Yeah, she's in it for like it for like, for like 30 seconds yeah did you watch that movie yeah did you watch all of it yeah you actually sat through it it's like yeah. two and a half hours yeah it was, it, hours was, it was
1: a little ridiculous well the first hour was just you, they could have just cut out
0: we gave we watched yeah. it for about 30 to 40 minutes yeah, and the then first... hit the fast forward button yeah. and again there's not a lot going on in this plot like i mean no. okay batman versus superman is yeah. right there in the freaking no. title people yeah. and it's not until i'm like when does wonder woman show up and on fast forward i <laughs> wonder woman shows up like an hour i mean she's briefly there in the beginning right but then wonder woman is back like an hour and 40 minutes into this movie and then it's yeah and then and so we stopped, and we started watching, and I'm like, it's still boring. And then, like, another 30 minutes later, I think there's a battle, and we stopped, and we watched, and I'm like, it's still boring.
1: Yeah, it's very strange.
0: And the I, pay, I the, don't the, know how anybody pace. lasted two hours and yeah. 40
1: minutes. The like pay, The pace in that movie was very, very odd for these movies.
0: Yeah, it's you a know? boring yeah. movie. Like, just... Yeah. I don't. Yeah. It's so weird that how they managed to do that. Yeah. Like, but that's I thought a Wonder Woman. I thought Wonder Woman was amazing. I've not seen Wonder Woman. People are in love with it. I love what it is doing for the image of children. Um, that mm-hmm. uh, kids are, uh, you know, both boys and girls are seeing a woman in a strong superhero role. I think yeah. it's fantastic. Um, people are saying it's great. I guess there it's are amazing. Some plot holes in it. Uh,
1: well, just like anything. I mean, any of these movies. Because it, it literally comes from like a 20 page or a 15 page comic. Well, you know, and it's little, been
0: expounded into several different you know, editions. And there's, you know, hundreds and hundreds of pages, right. thousands of pages to. Yeah, but they
1: don't do anything on those
0: pages. Um, I got to anyway. say that from the trailer and just the overall Wonder Woman story, I just wasn't excited to see it and just still am not. Even though everybody tells me it's a good movie, I'm just like not be, super be, excited to see because it. Because
1: I th- to me personally, it's up there. With The Dark Knight, it's, it's that good. See, I don't Compare, think The Dark
0: Knight's a good movie. Um, oh, well, you're crazy. Well, we talked about it. No, Heath Ledger is amazing. But The Dark Knight suffers from... Okay, the problem, the biggest problem with the movie The Dark Knight yeah. is Heath Ledger is not our hero. And that movie is about Heath Ledger. It is about...
1: Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. Is, I, I see what you're saying. It is about the villain. So, right.
0: so very much go, watching The Dark Knight as a whole, it is not about Batman. It's not his story. And it's about the villain. And you want to kind of see the villain win. That bank robbery scene in the opening of that movie yeah. is one of the best scenes ever. In, ever. It's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. It's it is unbelievable, absolutely fantastic.
1: It's, it's, it's crazy.
0: Then the story kind of falls apart with no. Two-Faced being bitter, and then and it really doesn't have much. I mean, they didn't they didn't really build the foundation of why you de- why he should. And then in the end, the two boats and that long fight scene that's on the building like it's not a great movie. Okay, there are great elements wrong, in it, but, it, but it's no, not. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I
1: understand like where you're coming from. I thought I just I just really I thought
0: the one that followed it uh, the. Dark Knight Rises, yeah. was actually a better oh, yeah. story. Yeah, oh, absolutely. And I don't really like those movies. I'm gonna I admit I don't like those Batman movies that much. But the story and him in the you know in the in the uh, chamber, the jail, you yeah. know, down in the hole, the pit, and all of that had a better story to it. Mm. Um, but. Anyway, anyway uh, I, don't, I don't know. Deanna kind of wants to see it because it's chicks kicking ass, and I, we might go see it just because um, it's worth your you time. You know, I like. I it's like, worth your
1: time. Chris Pine is amazing. Uh, the story is fun. I like Deanna
0: fun. to see women in strong roles. I like all oh, women yeah. to see that. Yeah, you know, I I want them to be empowered. Um, so anyway, and you should see it. I, well, I would, I would. No, for that I wouldn't forego it. Uh, well, I think so you need to are see awesome. it. Awesome. Um, the rough night is uh that looks
1: like the biggest bridesmaid ripoff i've ever
0: bridesmaids you mean very bad things really rough night night is a group of girls go to vegas and they uh, they accidentally kill uh, a stripper Well that's kill. like that's
1: like the second part or I mean, it, it, But that's
0: what very bad things which I think had Christian Slater in it right they yeah. go to Vegas and they accidentally kill a stripper. Although Rough Night looks like it's a little more weekend at Bernie's where then they like have the dead stripper and they sort of drag him around the strip. Oh, I don't even know. I just like uh, the,
1: the bit of the, the commercial that I saw I'm like you know it's like oh this is better than Bridesmaids I'm like it looks like Bridesmaids it's five chicks going to Vegas. It didn't look like you know,
0: Bridesmaids. Uh, uh, on the other Bridesmaids is The Hangover. Oh yeah, I mean it's the Hangover for chicks. But oh, way way better. So uh, I don't know about that. Hangover's pretty awesome. Oh no no, no it I like back, the Hangover. I no I like
1: know. the Hangover. Well Kristen Wiig. I mean you know
0: I watched I've watched the Hangover multiple. Times, oh yeah no no no, no. I do yeah. not stop laughing. Absolutely. There's there I mean jokes do fade away yeah. but I still solid. laugh. Yeah
1: Hangover Hangover is pretty solid. But okay. I think Bridesmaids is pretty solid too. Kristen Wiig and the Bridesmaids those people is are, awesome. But yeah, it, those... it's
0: a and I have no problem with that. Look I. I love American Beauty. If you were to go out and remake American Beauty, I would watch it. Right. I have no pro- – I, I love something. I'm happy to watch another version right. or, you know, it again. If it sucks in the first 30 minutes, I'm going to turn it off. Yeah. But I'm happy to give it a, a roll. Absolutely. Uh, anyway, is Rough Night. The interesting thing about Rough Night is there's also a black movie that uh, with a black cast that uh-huh. has the same plot that is coming out as well. Oh. Um, so it's, uh, there's an article that Hollywood made two versions of the same movie. How funny. Well, like um, that's
1: never happened, but yeah. yeah, exactly. Like that's never happened. Like that happens every summer, but, um,
0: yeah. Well, shit. We had two avatars in the same year. Well, like, it, one well, Epic and uh, Armageddon, Armageddon and oh, yeah, or, <laughs>
1: what Dante's peak and volcano. Yeah. which was yeah. like months <laughs> right. from apart. And then, uh, the other space, I movie. can never
0: remember which one I love Cameron Crowe. Uh, as uh, is apparent in my vlog from yesterday. But I cannot remember if he made Vanilla Sky or Magnolia, and which one is his and which one is Paul Sky. Thomas Anderson. Yeah. I have to stop and think Vanilla about Sky. it. I'm like, I think it's Vanilla Sky. But those two movies came out at the same time, and they're both like this same dark, yeah, new like, I mean, yeah. sort of theme that yeah. and weirdness is happening. I don't know which one I'm watching. Yeah, uh,
1: And Vanilla Sky was a remake. So I mean, if you watch the original, it's
0: a remake of a Mexican movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, which is
1: which was just as weird and dark and almost didn't make any sense. So it was. So yeah.
0: Uh, what else is coming out that you're excited about?
1: You know what? It's funny. It's like that's what I've been talking. I've been talking to a few people. This is one of the first summers mm-hmm. I'm not very excited about.
0: Uh, you posted on Instagram that you were we we're 187 days away from the release of Star Wars, so apparently you're excited about that? That's in 6 months. Yeah. That's not a summer movie. That is not <laughs> yeah. a summer movie. So
1: yeah, you're like um, well, like uh, a good friend of mine and I went and saw Princess Bride uh, at uh, the Gene Autry Museum out oh, yeah? on a field and there was 3300 people there mm. and we kind of like I kind of giggled. I was like this is the sh- this is showing how bad Hollywood movies are for summer now? That 3,300 people would rather see a movie that's 30 years old than go actually go to. Where did
0: they put 3,300 people? Do you? that
1: whole huge field by the the museum. Like the there's a. If
0: I'm facing the front door of the museum, I'm assuming you're talking the right. about the field to the right. Yeah. <clears throat> did you hear a lot of traffic? The no, no, yeah, right it was there. weird. No,
1: no, because it was you know it's a it was a drive-in type of thing, so it was like. Uh, they started the movie about eight forty five at night. So there was very little, mm-hmm. I mean, you hear, car- I mean, you hear cars when there's no nothing right. going on, but princess bride has the music and, you know, good storyline and good right. talk, you know, it's talking through the whole movie. Did people so act you...
0: it Were the audience little shot or uh, Rocky horror picture showing it? No,
1: no, 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 but it was just, you know, there was a lot of, uh, a lot of people, you know, very into it, but again, the movie's 30 years old right? and you just sit there and you're like, hello, Hollywood, um, stop making crappy, weird, stupid movies or you know, remakes after remakes after remakes, or you know, like you, you pirates no, that's, might I pirates read, might be very entertaining or whatever, but it's part five, and a lot of people just don't give a shit. Like I, I like read myself. a good
0: article on why the Mummy, Tom Cruise's Mummy, sucks, <laughs> and I have again, I haven't seen right. it, and I expect it to be. I'm, I expect that I'll enjoy it, but uh, it made a good point in that the problem with all the DC movies up to Wonder Woman, and the problem with the Mummy and what Universal is doing, is they are trying. To make a universe, right? They are trying to follow in Marvel's footsteps right. and make this universe, as opposed to just making a good movie. Exactly. Like Doctor Jekyll is in uh, uh, <clears throat> Russell Crowe plays Doctor Jekyll in the Mummy, and you know there's several things to, to spin off of. And you go back to Iron Man, and they were not trying to make a Marvel universe. right John Favreau, as a matter of fact, when he was interviewed on it, and I heard this on Stern not too long ago. Uh, the studio didn't know what to do with Iron exactly. Man. Exactly. Yep. They didn't know what he was doing. They He had to fight to get uh, oh, everything. Tony, uh, Tony Stark to get uh, Robert Downey Jr. Uh, um Actually, it was an interview with Gwyneth, and she was talking yeah. about it. And they just left him alone because they didn't understand the property. They just really didn't know it right. was there. And they are like, well, Favreau's fine, whatever. And it wasn't like they were left to just autonomously right. do whatever the hell they want. They did have some studio input, but the studio didn't know enough to like really get then, And off. when it
1: came out, they didn't even know how to push it, remember. And like, Favreau yeah. just
0: made a great movie. Absolutely. That is responsible for the Marvel franchise that we have today because you were saying a moment ago that Batman is the dark knight is one of the best superhero superhero movies ever. I think Iron Man is one of the best. Oh no, absolutely. Iron Man is brilliant. If not the, like you open it up, the ACDC soundtrack, the cocky Tony Stark, and then he is knocked down, you know, 10 pegs and he's put in the hole and he's got to come back out from it. And the whole origin story and talk about fun. Yeah. Solid story there, you know, good versus evil, yeah topical arms, Afghanistan yeah. gritty not not popcorn by the time we get to Ar- Iron Man three and there 's fifty iron mans flying around in the sky no. it 's very g rated the studio is totally involved in right. screwing this movie over and being like i didn 't even oh. see Iron
1: Man three, which is funny yeah, like I, like I like part two had its moments, but I was just like, no, oh, the first one you you lost. A and I feel like I one. feel like
0: Guardians of the Galaxy did really well. Was was so good because again the studio probably had no clue what to do with that. Oh yeah, none, like you've got a, is it a route? Is it a tree? And it was
1: a tiny budget compared to the other movies, right? No, but that's the thing. It's this, like if you if you look back and you're just like Iron Man three was like a, literally a four hundred million dollar movie. So they had to make a remember, Oh god it was, god, it was 3 or 400 one. million bucks. No, Iron Man 3. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, I thought you were saying one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, Iron no. Man 3. But it was, was just like it it, was, yeah, it again it was just like we have to we have to make over a billion dollars no matter what for no apparent reason. Like that was their goal. So they had, you know, they added so much to it. With Guardians of the Galaxy and with Iron Man you're just like yeah, Guardians what, of the Galaxy We have starred, no idea what the fuck this is. No one. Is and, yeah.
0: I mean, Bradley Cooper did the voice. The voice. Yeah. And, you know, I, I mean. But their sales
1: a, pitch was, uh, what's his name? Vince or the Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel for a group. voice. Right. And he says three words. And you're like, that's your push. Right. That's your so they, that's your marketing. They pay they don't even a, know how to market it. Buy because, out of one day to put yeah. his name on it. And the yeah. same
0: with Bradley Cooper. Yeah. And uh, the guy who is dating Anna Ferris, I guess, who's the lead? No, and they're married. I mean, they're married. Oh, are they married? Yeah. Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. Yeah. He was not a superstar no, at the none. time that... Uh, he worked... And it was funny because he
1: worked a lot and people knew he who he was. T- but it was just like, oh, who is that guy? And now he's...
0: And now he's the guy. Which was the same with Bradley Cooper before The Hangover. Like, that oh, yeah, dude yeah. was in Alias oh, as the gay in... best friend he forever. He so much, yeah. Um, and then all of a sudden, he is, you know, yeah. the heartthrob. It blows me... It's mind boggling.
1: Which, which is funny because, like, I'm a horror fanatic. Uh-huh. And Midnight Meat Train mm-hmm. is him... It, he's perfect in that movie. Mm-hmm. And you're just like what how the fuck did this movie not make a zillion dollars? I mean, it's a little too gory or whatever, but now it's just like now it's Midnight on cable. And, meat train? Yeah. Right. It's a yeah, exactly. It was but it's a movie that's about 10 years ago or yeah, a little bit longer. And you just sit there and you're like, "Bradley Cooper, why is this guy not a mega superstar?" And it took The Hangover to finally break him into, you know, another world. Right. Uh, but same with Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt was working all the time. You know, and he's a really good actor, but you're just like, hey. So know, the, the
0: studio, the studio gets involved and screws things. Up. I think they left Guardians alone. I think I know they left Iron Man alone to, yeah. for the most part. And I think, oh, oh we were talking the Mummy yeah. and the Mummy being manufactured, yeah. and that's why it isn't. People are saying it isn't any good, and I can see that. I mean, they've been trying to manufacture this DC universe and have failed miserably. Mm-hmm. And I think why. Wonder Woman might be so good is because it probably was a woman director or well it was a woman director but it probably was or is because the studio had to be on their tiptoes yeah. and not necessarily come in and swing the big producer right. dick yeah. and tell the female director what she's going to do. I'm not saying that or, she had an easy time at no. it. I'm sure she had her battles. Yeah. But I'm sure there are points where where they were just like, well, how do we how am I going to come in and tell a woman how to make a movie about? Well, a woman and at the same superhero. time,
1: if you if you watch the movie, there isn't like a a forced battle scene, a forced special effects. Mm-hmm. Where some of these movies, like Iron Man Three, it's all forced. Well, that's why. Like the opening credits, have, she know? might
0: have been given more leeway yeah. to make a story to yeah. make, and which is why it's so good because yeah. instead of being like, we need to plug this and plug this and. They were like, you we need more blowups. Yeah, need we more can't tell. We can't tell her need, how to make a female. You need so and movie. so, Just so in it. Let her and go, yeah. mm-hmm. and she went, and she made yeah. a good movie. Um, which is what it. I mean, ultimately, is what it all comes down to is like letting somebody make a good movie as opposed to trying to manufacture a good yeah. movie. There have been good manufactured movies. Yeah, I think Empire Records is awesome. Yeah, Empire Records is you know Clerks. It's yeah. like you know. It, with a bunch of music in it. Yeah. I think it's fantastic. Yeah. Um, people hated it when it first came out, and it's since gotten a cult oh following. Oh my God, it's a huge cult following. The very first time I saw that, you know, Renee Zellweger singing Sugar High on the roof of that building. It's Rex Manning Day. How do you not love that movie? Oh no, absolutely. Like day one, I'm like, this is awesome. Yeah. This, is a, this is. I great remember music. when
1: I saw it in the theater, there was like four people there. Like Such nobody even heard movie. of it, and... yeah Yeah. so and that
0: was uh what's his name lorenzo Di bonaventura i think who's gone on to do epics uh, oh yeah 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 Yeah. anyhow uh yeah i don't know what else uh wonder woman i'm looking forward to i'll watch it on video but uh um, uh, uh, baywatch i I think baywatch looks like it's gonna be a lot of fun no Um, but uh, you know i'm not gonna watch it in the theater I like comedies though. I think Baby Boss or the Boss Baby that's been out for a while looks like it'll be fun. Mm-hmm. Alec Baldwin. Alec well, like Baldwin, yeah, yeah. Um, what's coming out
1: like? You know, in, like the next few weeks.
0: What I, I mean, you have a, in, you oh, have what's coming list. out in the next few you weeks? Know. I don't know. I don't have the next few weeks. Oh, is, okay. Let's see. Uh, I don't know. I could look it up. I guess top stories. But that's the thing.
1: It's like uh, you know, I was actually talking about this last night. In in the, the last few weeks, it, it was like I just remember several years ago. Every weekend there was a there was a movie that you wanted to see, you know. And it's just like, oh, it's May, you know. It's like there's going to be three or four big movies. Oh, it's July. There's going to be three or four big movies. And now it's just kind of like there's some big movies out there, but I just have no interest at all seeing, you know, most of them. Um,
0: so we got Transformers coming up. Yeah,
1: no, no interest whatsoever.
0: June twenty third. Yeah. Um, something called the Big Stick. Uh... No idea. The Bad Batch, just holding a gun. It's got great artwork. A dystopian love story in a Texas wasteland and set in a community of cannibals.
1: Oh Jesus! More cannibals movies. That the oh, by the way, uh...
0: the artwork looks awesome. I, I, based on the artwork alone, I would I would watch that movie. Probably uh, Despicable Me Three.
1: Yeah, I'll definitely see that. Anything with the minions.
0: Oh really? Yeah. Are you a minion? Fan? Oh
1: Jesus. Um, well, and him. I mean, he, he, he you know, he's awesome. But I actually have I, a, I, I I love the Minions. They're just too damn fun. Brian
0: Lynch is the uh, writer-creator of the Minions. Mm. He was the craft service guy on <laughs> Chasing Amy. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And then made a movie. Uh, Kevin Smith financed a movie that he made called The Big Helium Dog. Oh, okay. Uh, I met him after The Big Helium Dog and before his next thing. Like, he was in between... Uh, he he hadn't done um, he did the Secret Life of Pets he did the Easter Bunny movie he did Despicable Me, mm. uh, Brian Lynch has uh, tons of money uh, today, <laughs> but when I met him he did not right and he was such a dick to me wow he he gave me a fake phone number oh my god like he we we were chatting and uh and he I couldn't tell and in retrospect I'm like he was such a dick. But at the time, I couldn't tell if he was genuine or not. Right. um, How I Met Your Mother, Neil Patrick Harris sort of character, Mm -hmm. like a slimy um, used car salesman. Yeah. So we were really hitting it off in this conversation. And I was like, we should grab coffee. And he gave me his phone number, and he fake phone numbered me. And after that, I was like, oh, he's a total dick. And and this was in the Kevin Smith circle. Um, It was at a Kevin Smith event that I met him. And I had mentioned it to another one of – right kevin's guys and they were like yeah brian's a dick
1: wow like <laughs> like, he, like
0: yeah that's exactly what brian would do he's he's,
1: he's the weirdo in the room that's so yeah.
0: so uh so yeah that's my brian lynch story. how funny uh, well, he
1: knows how to play. He knows how to uh, uh, yeah, make bad guys because the minions are bad. You know, they're they're bad yeah, and, and, he, and dumb. And
0: he had he has this slimy Hollywood yeah. personality. And I, look, I don't hate him. I don't no, fault no, no, him no. for it. I wish I could do it. I mean, he worked his way into what he what he has, and he's written these characters. And Secret Life of Pets is awesome. Yeah, and I think the minions are fantastic too. Uh, I watch like even. I a, don't like Despicable Me. I, I hate like the. Minions. I hate
1: commercials, and if the minions are in a commercial, I'll stop and <laughs> watch, stop it.
0: watch it. The House is coming up with Will Ferrell. I'll definitely see that. Not in a the theater again, but um, Will Ferrell and uh, um, Amy Poehler. They oh yeah yeah, yeah, made yeah, yeah, money, yeah. So they yeah. turn their home into a gambling casino. Yeah.
1: That looks pretty good. I, well, anything with Amy, <laughs> Amy, Amy, and Kristen Wiig like that. That group and Will. Let that, that group of SNL people. I will watch just about anything.
0: Amityville the Awakening?
1: No, not. not to,
0: no. <laughs> we're back to we're back to remakes of the Am- Amityville. That's the
1: 11th version of Amityville. Yeah, like why? Yeah.
0: Make well, a story about another haunted house. Like there, there's a, thousands. Yeah, pick a fucking haunted house and just like... Well, that's why
1: James Wan and them like when they actually were doing uh, The Conjuring 2, it was supposed to be the Amityville house. That was like the 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 big thing at the end of The Conjuring. It was like, "Oh, there's a house in Long Island that, you know, mm. needs help." That was the clue. You're right, I remember that. And they were real smart in like, okay, we we we've seen enough of the Amityville shit. Let's yeah. let's go do something else.
0: Like the Amityville, the Amityville story is a cool story, but you know, it's just But a it's very house.
1: bizarre. It's a very bizarre story, so it's very easy for television or for movies.
0: The bummer is that yeah. house doesn't look anything like Well, they've destroyed it like four times. Like yeah. the
1: people who own like it keeps selling. Yeah, people, people keep destroying it, but it's the same address obviously. So people go by, you know, take pictures and
0: yeah, um, well, you know, I mean, hey, kind of I and I went to Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Yes,
1: yeah. but it was just like wow. a lot of people go there, and you're like, oh, it's not the same house. And you're like, it hasn't been the same house in like 20 years.
0: Did you you watch my vlog? Yeah, my I actually I
1: actually watched a whole vlog. Is that the and first vlog you've ever watched? Th- the whole thing. That's the first because, time you I kept yeah. your attention through yeah, the it was entire thing? Yeah, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Which...
0: So, so all my other vlogs you might watched have watched uh, no, here and there up. but haven't finished? Shut up.
1: I've watched them. Don't so say that. But Fast Times at Ridgemont High is quite easily one of the coolest movies ever created
0: it definitely is i mean it's definitely
1: it's timeless because like you were saying in the vlog it was just like you know like uh when uh they're going to the pool like in front of the school or whatever you look at the school and it's like it still looks the same yeah. so it kind of like it kind of fits that movie where it's like yeah it's 1982 but you can do 2017 you can do another high school story just like this and you it, know, and it's like it's 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 a timeless story of you know guys trying to get laid, girls trying to figure out you know how to get laid. You know, have that you seen kind of stuff.
0: Everybody Wants to Get Some? Everybody wants. It's about a year or two old. Rich oh. Richard Linkletter, uh, set in the seventies, but it's pretty good. If you have, no, no. If, if you're yeah, you should watch that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, back to Fast Times. Yeah. Yeah. Someone had asked me on YouTube about the book. They had actually they. Had watched a vlog, saw that I did a podcast yeah. in the vlog from these little videos right here. <laughs> they he went to Lawn Dog Moon too. He went to uh the Get Convinced. Mm-hmm. Saw that I, Cameron and Crow and I were holding the book. Right. Then asked me like what the story was about the book. So that's how. Yeah. Oh, okay. It starts cool. from him watching one podcast, one vlog one with a thing. podcast right. to a website to that he asked me and that gave birth to that vlog, uh, to the Fast Times vlog. Yeah and uh and yeah so i was like okay i'm I, i'm just going to tell this story and you know i figured i'd kind of whatever wander around the house or locations run right. errands and just sort of continue and tell yeah. the story and while i was at the gas station i was just like maybe i'll just go to the location yeah. i'm like it's not that far how long no. could it possibly take took me 4 hours yeah. <laughs> like how long could it possibly take like the house i've never been to the house house sounds kind of cool house isn't far yeah. um and yeah, I started at Van Nuys High. Well, as you see in the in the vlog, I, that is the route that I the took. Route, yeah. It's shot in order. Uh, but yeah, Van Nuys High is like it's a, identical. Yeah. And uh, then the, and the gallery, of course, sucks because it's not the gallery anymore. You know, not even close. But whatever, I went there. It was iconic. The the dugout, the baseball field. Yeah. I I was so jazzed one because. I'm I'm looking at the location, and I'm like, is that really here? Like, where is that? What are we even talking about? What are those fields? I've never even been in my life that I've lived here. I've right. never been in that area, like wow. in that pocket right there. Yeah. And then as I looked at the map, I was like, oh, the velodrome. I remember we built that in 84 for the Olympics. Mm-hmm. That's why that was constructed, and it's just kind of sat and been useless yeah, ever like since. Anything.
1: Um, anything for any Olympic anywhere
0: in the world. Right. <laughs> So I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to find this. And I I get to the Little League fields, and I pull in, and they're all fenced in. It's secure and everything, but it's a a desert. Like, there's nobody there. There's two cars in the parking lot. (laughs) I think there's something that appears to be, like, like somewhere that you check in. But I find the field, and I park, and I'm all by myself. And as I'm looking around, I'm just like, how do you even – how do you register these fields? Do you just grab a bat and a ball and come out and just start hitting? Like who, like yeah. how does this system even work? Do you pay <laughs> no for idea. it? Like yeah. I know nothing about this no. world that I'm in. And, and, and then I'm standing there and I'm like, this is the actual dugout. This yeah. is where, you know, she loses her virginity in yeah. the movie. And, and I'd mentioned this to the and in real like, life, you
1: know, it's a real story.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. I had mentioned this to Deanna last night. I was like, you know, nobody was around. I could have easily had sex in that dugout. Pretty just, much. Just saying in case, you know.
1: Yeah. You know. <laughs> and you would not have been the first. And yeah, I'm sure I'm not. not. And that's no. part of the cool thing, too, no. is
0: I was thinking about while I was there. It was like, how many people have come to this dugout? For
1: that particular reason. For this exact absolutely. reason. And you think it's like that movie's from 1982. So there's been thousands there and thousands has, of yeah, couples. Yeah, absolutely. You know, that have, you know, uh, gone to check it out. And then, like, the same thing. Like, hey, there's nobody around.
0: And then and then after that, I went to Brad and Stacy's house. which. Yeah. I was I was excited about when I was on my way to Brad and Stacy's. It occurred to me, actually, just before when I'd left the uh, the baseball dugout, I had looked at the aerial view of the house, and I it occurred to me that it's not just Brad and Stacy's house, but they actually shot the Phoebe Kate scene in that pool. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. in it that all, backyard. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I mean, we're both from here in California, and we're used to. I mean, even in Fast Times at Ridgemont High, uh... uh Stacy lives for, for, for you know, 30 miles from Van Nuys high school yeah. from the school. So we're used to locations not being next to each other. Right. So part of me was just like, well, it was probably another pool. Um But no, it's actually that mm. pool and, and standing in front of that house. I looked up, this is how crazy it is. I looked up how much that house is worth. Like I was like, can I buy that? House? <laughs> I was like, how awesome would yeah. the parties be? Yeah. That'd be that, kind of weird. That this is the pool that Phoebe Kate's. Yeah. One you could, you most, could
1: definitely have like a party every year, and the, it'd be the same party. Yeah, the and Fast time would the up, High party, and people, people would will show up just year, because this year. is the
0: feat. And <clears> based <throat> on that alone, you don't even have to put it out in the atmosphere. But how many girls are going to jump into the pool and oh, take the their thing. tops off yeah. just because? Yeah. Like it's an, an iconic like, scene, and it's like yeah. And the, the people who have lived there for I think they bought it in ninety three. I want to say the last time that it sold, so they've been lived there for I don't know, fourteen years or something like that um and i i i don't know i just like it's such a weird pool like where do, yeah. you, where do you live we live in the fast times under brad and home. stacy's house yeah. uh and i i was really kind of bummed <laughs> like the house it was we were just talking about amityville the house is not drastically changed it still right. looks somewhat the same but i was also just like why would you change it right like like it's so cool um the
1: I think you change it for because of that reason like people will drive by people will stop and get out and take pictures I think and, it's pretty awesome to knock live on in doors. that
0: house though when I was in Yeah,
1: but at the same time I think you, you know, it's when I was in Illinois When you get or 300 people on a weekend we know, by, uh, when I was a in, little.
0: in in my Chicago video we visit the Risky business house and mm-hmm. uh Cameron's house from Ferris Bueller's Day Off yeah. both look exactly most almost exactly the same Um uh, where does he work with where, where the burger joint? Uh, is it Astro Burger? Astro Burger. Mm-hmm. Um, Astro Burger is now coffee bean. And that was way down in Hollywood. And I didn't, yeah. didn't end up going down to it and it wouldn't have looked anything the same. But um, I, 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 right there, I was just like, what a stupid mistake for a corporation to make like coffee Bean built a brand new building and is on, in that location. And mm. it looks nothing like Astro Burger. And, yeah you want people to come into your location, why wouldn't you rebuild Astro Burger and just, and just make put, it a freaking coffee
1: bean? Right. Instead of saying Astro ha, Right, change the sign yeah, but exactly. it's the, it's yeah. the
0: same make make a brand new version right. of that building and like people they are just going to take photos more and flock in. Yeah. and like people are going to it's going to be on a driving tour. No. You sell coffee. Yeah, like cares? how do you miss this? Yeah. How do you how is this And you can
1: still even have a fryer in the back and just make coffee back there. <laughs> I mean, you can do the same exact setup and yeah. Yeah, I don't. That understand. would be that
0: would be my go to. I, yeah, I, I don't just...
1: understand. I don't understand that kind of stuff at all. I totally agree with you. The Amityville, only because, like I said, it was just like I actually uh, saw some of the YouTube, like the interviews with people who owned the house, and they're just like, yeah, on a, any given Sunday, three or four thousand people would show up, like all day, yeah, like six o'clock in the morning until like twelve o'clock at night, because they'll come by at night to try to take pictures of it, you know, because they're like, ooh, that's what they gets had to... evil. And people would be there twenty four hours a day. They had seven to destroy uh, so,
0: Rockingham uh, OJ's house. Yeah, they had to because just, of it. They had to level that, the house, the the well, wall, the
1: everything. Yeah, the same with the condo. The condo is completely and totally. changed. Oh, I didn't know the condo. Yeah, was that, going that, that but, whole the, that whole that whole chunk has you know changed drastically because of that. It yeah. was just like you're just and it's you know you're just driving by, whether you knew that was it or not. People would just drive by and go, "Oh shit, that's so and so," and you're like, "Yeah, it's right here." Right here on a main street, mm-hmm. right there in the open. And, you know, same with, like like you said, Astro Burger. You're like, why the fuck would you change things like that? That doesn't make too much sense. What are you
0: doing with the beard here? You got like a Fu Manchu <laughs> thing going on. I
1: don't know. Bored.
0: All right. That's cool. You got. Uh, your, it's you good. Got... It's
1: getting there. Yeah.
0: So uh, <laughs> in the past, last time we actually uh podcasted was yeah. in February. So it's been some time. Did yeah. you shave the cheeks yeah. down all the way and just had this? Were you bare cheeked or did you just trim the No, I down? mean
1: this kind of stuff I yeah, it's yeah, I'll like just trim it up. But I mean every once in a while like uh 'cause well, because of the fucking heat, I'm probably gonna shave all this off and keep this.
0: And go bare cheek and for a and while have the, and, and
1: then let it grow out again. And have but, the,
0: the Uncle Phil or the Uncle Cy? Si, <laughs> Uncle Cy. Si, yeah. The Duck Dynasty? Is that what you're is that what no. you're going after? No. excuse me
1: that was an interesting segue to my beard but okay um (laughs) yeah but fast times original it's it's one of those it's so it's such a good movie and it was like it was it was pretty cool like that book i mean i would definitely love to read that book um but scott thompson who's in the movie i can loan you the book you gotta be
0: careful with it it cost me 100 i know that was it's, it's it's
1: money um family friend who was in the movie was actually going out with penelope the director, or not Penelope, uh, Amy, Amy. and that's how he got the role. And that's why he's actually in the movie, you know, so much or whatever. Who? That's Scott Thompson. He flips burgers. He's the reason that Brad gets, you know, fired from the burger place and everything. Yeah. Um, but he, he told stories and he was just like,
0: isn't he a history teacher or something? What does Scott do? Is he still, he does. Yeah. He's in
1: New Orleans and he does a bunch of stuff there. Okay. Uh, but anyway, he, he, you know, he told some interesting stories that it was just like, it, it was, um, this is the same thing like what we're talking about with Guardians of the Galaxy and Iron Man it was like one of those movies Like somebody's just like okay yeah go make your little movie and they had no idea what it was they had Uni- no idea what they were getting uh, they had no idea how big of a hit it was going to be yeah absolutely um, Cameron
0: Crowe wrote this book Yeah, Universal optioned yeah. it and they didn't know what to do with it yeah. they were like it's not a movie it's a bunch of vignettes right. there was somebody at Universal or actually uh, getting the book published itself, um, if Simon and Schuster didn't know what to do with right. it, they thought it was shit. Yeah. There was somebody at, there who did like it, and she got the editor or chief or somebody important's daughter, who was 16 years old at that time, to read it. Mm. And by getting the daughter to read it, the daughter then said to her father or whatever, you have to, yeah. you have to um, publish this book. And so that's how the book gets published. Then it gets optioned, I think, by Universal, and they sit on it. And then Cameron meets – or well, he doesn't meet. He's, since he was 15 years old, as the, as the almost famous story goes, yeah. he knew a lot of music people. Yeah. And there was a music producer, I think is what it is, who uh, wanted to option the rights from – buy the rights mm-hmm. from Universal and make the movie because they wanted to stuff it with a bunch of music. And once that person showed interest, then Universal showed interest right, in course. making the movie. Yeah. So that person, I think his name is Art, he's actually a producer on the movie on Fast Times. But the studio didn't really know what to do no, with it. They none. were like, how do we develop the script? Because it's this weird diary. And Cam- so they hired Cameron, and Cameron wrote the script, which is fantastic, you know, script. And um, yeah, Fast Times at Ridgemont High is.
1: And it was funny, too, because if you think about it, it's like Universal's right there. They're making the movie 15 minutes away, and nobody... Was quote-unquote, watching them? It wasn't like producers over the shoulder. It just yeah, like, it was a small movie. It was just kind of you like no idea. Here, what you, you know, do. here's a couple yeah. of you know a couple million bucks. Go make your movie, whatever. We don't know what we're going to do. Now, many with
0: it. years later, American Pie clearly a remake of Fast Times at Ridgemont High. I mean, thing. clearly in that's, the what same I mean.
1: Vein, that's what I mean. Vein, that's what I mean. it's you got can do anything with the high school,
0: f- right? I mean, you know, definitely inspired. I wouldn't say remake, but definitely yeah. inspired. I mean, trying to lose virginity, he screws a pie. That doesn't happen in Fast Times. <laughs> you know, there's no Spicoli in in uh, American yeah, Pie. But. American Pie is very much a movie that is somewhat manufactured yeah. by the studio system and was fantastic. Yeah. Um I think to a degree they also probably weren't as hands-on as they were in part 2 and part 3 which weren't fantastic. They were okay. Um but uh, but yeah But you, you can, can
1: definitely you can definitely sense in American Pie those movies there were per, you know there were people there. Oh yeah, you can there's you know. someone there yeah. It's like no 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 that's not funny enough we need to do something else or oh no no
0: no you know we need to do um, this. So, we got Spider-Man coming up. Don't care at all. Uh, it looks okay. No. I mean, Tony Stark's, I guess, in a lot of it. Uh, War of the Planet of the Apes.
1: Yes. Um, those are badass. I like those. I like
0: that. I, I do, too. I think they've done an amazing job with those with the chimps. and Their special effects are ridiculous.
1: Cool. Those, those people are top-notch because they look just too too real.
0: We got Lady Macbeth coming up. No. Yay. Um. Oh, girls' trip. Girls' trip is the black version oh, okay. of of uh, the rough the same night, movie rough of Ruff Night. night. Yeah. Oh my God! We have an emoji movie coming up, July twenty eighth. The emoji movie comes out. No. What do you mean no? Uh, Are you going to go see it? No. Thank you. I, I it might end up on DVD. <coughs> um, no, you won't.
1: Not even not even the Oscar. This I will see. This
0: I will definitely see. Not in a theater, probably. An inconvenient (laughs) sequel, which uh, Al Gore is a sequel to an inconvenient truth. Which I guess they, you know, where things are today and what they got right or wrong or what's different. So I I think that'd be good. Yeah, that is definite. I will absolutely watch that movie because an inconvenient truth, whether you agree or disagree, is a fantastically made documentary. Oh God, yeah, it's an amazing movie. it's It's, it's, It's. the, it's a well. It's a masterpiece of documentary film. Um, to to me, that
1: that is what a documentary is supposed to be. Um, very, very little soapbox. Very, it was this is just what we see. Because uh, I love documentaries, but so many documentaries are so you know you get so like I like Michael Moore and like those kind of movies, but you're like, God, man, just get off your soapbox and just you're already documenting something. Just go document it. Uh,
0: the Dark Tower. Oh, yeah. That one, yeah. When, did that, when does that come out? Uh, August 4th.
1: August. Yeah, see, that's, that's the thing. that's McConaughey. Not like a, that's not like a summer film.
0: Well, that's true. well summer goes all the way through to Labor Day. Right. So that's summer film. Uh, Midnight Sun. And the only reason that I'm mentioning this is because Patrick Schwarzenegger is in it. No idea. It's based on a Japanese film, but I didn't know that Arnold had a kid who was acting. Um <laughs> annabelle uh, uh august 11th well yeah i'll see that of course yeah of course uh n- the nut job to nutty by nature oh jesus <laughs> that's a great story or a great title <laughs> nutty by nature uh what else do we have here that looks...
1: D- dj vince goes back to the 80s with that ah
0: you knew the song though look at you look at you mr metal guy <laughs> <laughs> naughty by nature um they're on tour Come oh on. it it is uh, September eighth. September, yeah. Yeah, now we're past summer movies. And See, that's what I
1: mean. You just went by the summer movies, oh, and I was like, "Christ, like, The
0: Kingsman know. Part Two is September 22nd. Yeah. Why is that not a summer movie? They're that's looking what I'm saying. for. They're looking for an Oscar. They're looking for an award. Yeah. Um, and they're they not well, in they August? Got, they have like
1: four the, Academy people in it too, so they uh, they put money in that sequel. Yeah. I mean, they put money in the first one, but the this one the, there's some big people in that movie.
0: Uh Battle of the Sexes. Uh, that also comes out September 23rd. Uh, the true story of the 73 tennis match between oh, okay. the world number one, Billie Jean and ex-champion serial hustler Bobby yep. Riggs, Emma Stone, Elizabeth Shue, Steve Carell, Sarah Silverman. That is going to be epic.
1: It's big. That's a big movie. Yeah,
0: that'll be fantastic. And it's
1: on my birthday, so it's a good time.
0: Uh, I'll be in Vegas. The 23rd mm-hmm. or 22nd? September 23rd. Uh, that, it's actually the oh, Saturday. Yeah. So the day before. this is your. Yep. These are your birthday gift movies. There you go. Uh, and then I don't know if you've uh, seen the trailer for Tom Cruise's American Maid coming out September 29th. No. Uh, it, it is, is, is he in
1: a plane and does he jump out of the plane? Because Yeah, actually, yes. Oh, a this pilot, is the, the the drug movie. Oh, yeah, yeah a pilot yeah. lands work for the yeah.
0: CIA as a drug runner in yeah. the South during the 1980s. Um, That's all he's doing now. Is this, he, he's
1: getting in planes and jumping out.
0: Good for him. This is straight up uh but the I don't know who Doug Lyman is the director. Uh Blow, oh,
1: shit, then it will it'd be good.
0: It, well, this looks like Blow. It is. But it's they the just story. took the story of the pilot at, out of Blow. Double
1: Cross. My dad was in the movie with Dennis Hopper. It's and, it's the the, the the pilots are that was the story because they were all CIA agents. That that's that's when the blacks are like talking about how The CIA brought, you know, crack into like, you know, the The blacks, you know, like black people
0: refer to African-Americans as the blacks. I wasn't done with this.
1: I wasn't done with the sons, Um, like the black gang members, like, you know, in like the in the hoods are talking about how crack got in there and how coke got in there. It was because of the pilots and the pilots worked for the CIA. The CIA brought in coke and crack specifically for that
0: what's his name you have to apologize like uh like the comedian like,
1: i didn't say that n-word <laughs> fuck you what are you talking about this is completely and totally different um had oh, nothing again, to I do it with his
0: name politically bill maher you have to no. apologize like bill maher I was, no
1: I, I, ice cube's not going to come and yell at me for saying the blacks in the ghetto in the i shit love, mill.
0: i love that bill maher then went on to have like black week on his show where all those people were black and yeah. um
1: it was good television
0: I that God.
1: He was dumb for saying it, and he got he got popped for it. Uh, he was dumb for saying it, and he got popped for it. It's so a total. It. I look. No, I don't it's know. not our word. It's not our word. It's for a specific person. Ice. Cube was one hundred percent correct. That that's a word that they. Own. I
0: have I have said before that the the worst word in the English language, the harshest word that will end careers, is not fuck. It is the N word. Of course. Um, that is, is. The, That word is the, it's the holy most of- grail.
1: It's the most offensive word that's out there.
0: And it's weird because I want to say, like, I don't know, it's like 18% of the population is African-American. Right. Like So one word that affects, like, Everybody. 18%. And I can't even say that because 18% of the population is African-American, but not all 18% even give a shit about that word. No. <laughs> so it's less than that and and that word can end careers but it's the other um, 80
1: it's the other 80 percent that regardless if they want to be on a pedestal or not or like they're holier than thou or how whatever their political the, thing is the weird thing, the way that the, the way that bill maher said it was 100 percent wrong and that's that's he got popped the, on it and, sure the weird and, thing
0: about being a comedian is um you but
1: he didn't say it in a comedic way
0: it was a joke. Yeah, it well, it was he a was, joke. He was responding sarcastic. It was a sarcastic joke. But he was yeah. not. He he was not. Um, he was not calling somebody. No, no no no, 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 no. I know. No, me. I know. I know. He but was, that's
1: not what you do, and even in a joke, that's what I mean by it. Was like that but, was just dumb. Uh, that was really really dumb. But we, and,
0: yeah, I mean, it's like
1: he he's he has said and done things that are pretty stupid. In
0: his career, but his Look, career is four years. Look, if he years. hadn't used the N word, I, I what is the the context is like we're in we're in Massachusetts, and do you want to work here? or Some I don't know where that, what the right. hell it was, and then and his was something about being a N in the fields, right? Uh, if he hadn't, if he would have rephrased the joke and been like, "Well, yes, master, we could go work in the fields," that would not everybody right. would have let that go. But that is just as racist if not more
1: racist but some people would still have been actually
0: using the n-word right but uh the thing about being a comedian is you are constantly challenged with in your head should i say this shouldn't i say this is this funny will it land fuck it i'm gonna say it absolutely and then you don't say it when you don't say it you're just like damn it Someone else said it. I could have killed, and I should have said it. I should have just went with my gut. So you spend a lot of time wrestling with that, and then you say it, and it kills. The audience, like, they go wild for it. But then occasionally you say it, and you're fucked. And this is Bill Maher's case. I remember uh, uh, a long time ago, uh, Bob Saget, uh, the Mm -hmm. birth of his daughter – had uh, said a joke that like people went crazy over. When he was holding his baby daughter, he went, for $5, I'll let you finger her. Right. And, you know, it's a very off-color, horrible joke, but it is clearly a joke. And, like, it's one of those moments of, like, it sounded funny, I thought it, I guess it's not. Like, right. Kathy Griffin, I feel bad for. Like, holding Trump's bloody Well, that head. whole thing was stupid. Like,
1: it wasn't even funny. Like The thing is, it's like when Gwar... guar has you know, been doing this stuff for even, 20 years. It so wasn't funny.
0: funny, but it was a moment where she was just like, oh, should I do this? Shouldn't I do this? Like, writing that line right. of like, is this funny? Isn't it funny? I'm going to go ahead and go with it being funny. Yeah, um, She got kicked off of... Uh, I mean, she's been involved in a lot of controversy. Yeah. I do not think Kathy Griffin is funny. Um, as I learned when watching... Uh, what the hell is the movie, The the... A hall pass. Uh, Owen Wilson Mm -hmm. is in a comedy called Hall Pass where the girls give the guys a weekend pass that they can have sex with whoever they want. The running joke in that movie is that the girls want to go see Kathy Griffin in concert. That's
1: right, right, right.
0: But the guys would rather die. Than, than, I would rather gouge their eyes out than ever see Kathy Griffin. Right. And, I, and watching that movie, I was like, oh, I'm not the only one. I guess maybe it is a guy thing that I just don't understand Kathy right. Griffin. Now, I don't hate her. Right. I mean, I get what she does. It's just mm-hmm. like I'm always like, that doesn't appeal to me. I'm right. not gay or female. Um, <laughs> but when she got kicked off of the Miley Cyrus, Hannah Montana, because at her Golden Globe acceptance speech or, award or Emmy acceptance speech, was uh people come up here and they thank jesus and there's no way that I'm doing that because he had absolutely nothing to do with this award right that was that was the context of that and look before she got up there she was probably like this might be hilarious or it might not be um and she lost a job because of that so but I, then she I got mean,
1: 20 other jobs yeah no it, she's so.
0: and she'll work again and she'll yeah. be fine um right now she's just being vilified over it uh, I said the whole grab you grab him by the pussy thing. Um, what's his face? Who got fired off of the show? The, the Billy Billy. Yeah, Billy. What's his last name? Bush. Billy Bush. Like, I felt so bad for that guy. Mm-hmm. Like, he's
1: he's gone. And the other guy's an, president.
0: Right. The other guys. But he's an Access Hollywood host. Like, it's not he would have been destroyed by the producers if he would have stopped and said to Trump, you can't say that. The producers would be like, this is not your job. Right. Your, your job is to make the guest feel happy and, and go along with that. Like Again, is, you're not
1: supposed to be opinionated. You're just supposed to sit there right, and ask You're supposed the, to be a talking You're, at, you're supposed to ask the blue, you know, questions on the blue card. Exactly. And then shut the fuck up That's and leave. his yeah. job. Right. Don't,
0: don't vilify him for that. Yeah. Um,
1: but it's very easy to.
0: And by the way, if we didn't have those people who smiled when they sat across from Saddam Hussein or Adolf Hitler. Right. And you know when those when Adolf Hitler makes a you know joke about uh, assassinating Jews, if we don't have that host who laughs with him, we don't get the interview, we don't get the story, we right. don't find out all of those other things. Yeah, you have to have the guy who's okay with grabbing by the right. pussy. So anyhow,
1: well, like right now, Oliver Stone is you know his interviews with you know Putin, and he's sitting across the table. And he's smiling and agreeing mm-hmm, with. Mm-hmm. And now he's actually doing interviews himself. Like and he's like he understands this guy. You know, if you watch the interviews, he's like, "Oh, we have you know hundreds of hours of talking with this guy." And he's trying to make you know Putin into a human. And you're just like, "Yeah, but all that is PR bullshit." You know, I mean, Oliver, it's like this is not the real thing. But again, like what you're saying, we have to have somebody to deal with this person. Um, right. You Those know, people and, and have get, to exist and, and to put gets, on that. And get Slimy the truth out of them and get, and, smile and, yeah, exactly. And,
0: and, you know, and then, yeah, well, anyway. anyway. Yeah. I, I know there's been many times in my life when my foot has gone, been planted fully into my mouth. And I've thought, you? should I say no. it? Shouldn't I say it? Really? And then after I said it, I've been going, God damn it,
1: I should Really? Did it. you actually think about should things afterwards? About oh, I always do. I Shut always.
0: up. I spend all my time Shut up. questioning, should I say this? Shouldn't I say this? But um, you don't,
1: you don't have an off, like an on off switch. You just say things. I, well, people, not now. I mean, it's funny. It's like I mean, the older we get, like the more mellower you are. That's like I don't you know. It's like I don't party anymore with you guys. But I've um, not like had, you ever party. People but, have
0: always thought that I didn't have a filter, and I've always had a filter. There is a ton of things that I've yeah. just don't. I've never said. And, funny. Oh Jesus! But, then you would have. probably But I, like I do think them. them. Yeah. Um. And uh, and yeah, I don't. I mean, because right. it's it's always a constant struggle. Uh. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, what else?
1: Ooh, I know secrets now. You,
0: you actually have a filter. It's no, it's not. It's not kind of a, I believe that I've always had a filter. It's strange no. that like people no. will... Well, what situation? I was in this situation recently, and uh, someone was surprised. was like... Just did what you did, and they were just like, oh my God, Vince is being nice. And I was like... <laughs> I was like when no, am I've I, never said that. W- no, I I said just no. did sort of what you did. Uh, and I was like, when am I not? Like there is right. not a point. There is a persona that there is a perception of me yes. that I because exude the si- yeah because of the filter that situation I right. have no filter right. and then I'm kind of a dick right. or you know I'm sort of an well, asshole. It, it mean
1: it it, sa- it feels like you don't care if you don't have a filter then you don't care what you're saying you don't care what you're you know uh, permeating to the world or whatever right. but it's like you actually do right. I mean so it's like once you get to know you know you or whatever you're like, Oh yeah, no, he's a good guy. Um, he doesn't sound like it or whatever. And you're like, no,
0: he's, he's a good guy. So I think a lot of it comes from arrogance. Yeah. Which the arrogance, uh, at least I feel is based on insecurity. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, 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 I am, um, confident and arrogant and, you know, I just do things and I get things done. But the real basis of that is a fear of not being able to do those things. Right. I guess there's just somewhere where I cross this line of just going like, well, I'm going to try it and I'm just going to go ahead and, and, and do, it. do it. Right. Um, because I do live in this world of of wanting people to like me and wanting acceptance, mm-hmm. but I'm not afraid of of not being liked. Right. I don't want to be hated. Like right. nobody wants that. And like, you feel bad when somebody doesn't like you, you yeah. just do. And I do as well, but it's not like I go with, let me please everybody. Right. 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 Absolutely. But there's definitely yeah. like a, um, you know, should I say this or should I do this? I don't want to, I don't want to hurt this person. Right. Or I don't, I mm-hmm. like, and then I got away. way in my head, like, what, what's the upside of saying or doing this? And what's the downside? And maybe I just shouldn't. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like I, I'm i in this weird rut. And I like my whole life has been in this weird rut where like Brian Lynch, who I had mentioned earlier, had that slimy fake phone numbered me. I would never fake phone number somebody. That's very bizarre. But he's gone on to huge success. And I feel like I'm not enough of an asshole. Right to go on to huge success, mm-hmm. but I'm enough of an asshole to succeed mediocrely.
1: <laughs> yeah. And okay. Mm-hmm.
0: to a lot of people, yeah. there are a lot of anybody who's below me would see me as being hugely successful. And anybody who's right. above me would see me as being right. mediocre. Right. Yeah. Um, middle class. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't consider myself to be very successful. I consider myself to be fortunate. I'm very, I feel very fortunate about life, but um, yeah, I, I, I just ride this weird struggle between yeah. those. Um, that makes sense? Like, maybe like as long as more I've known of an you, asshole.
1: Yeah. as long as I've known you, it's, it's one of those things. Like I've never thought of uh, you in any, and it's funny. It's like, I've never thought of you in any negative way. It's like when I say a movie or if I listen to a, a piece of music or whatever, I want your opinion over a lot of other people because you give your opinion because right. you will actually say, what you think? And I've always liked that direct move. And it was just like, I've always enjoyed that whether it's right or wrong or, uh, politically correct or rude or whatever. It's just kind of like you say what it on your mind. I'm like, that's what I like.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, so where
1: I know a lot of people where it's all political, nice, you know, the niceties and everything. And you're just like, well, that's bullshit. That's just, you're just kissing my ass. I don't want to be, I don't want my ass kissed. Mm-hmm. You know, I want someone to kick my ass, you know, and say what they mean. Or like I do something, what do you think of it? You know, and you actually will I remember
0: do it. uh I, I loved Kevin Smith's career and movies all the way up to Red State and I hated Red State. And I saw Kevin after Red State and I was like, please God, do not. I hope Red State does not come up. Don't ask me about Red State. I don't want to. Like, I I can focus on other things right. that you've done that are good and just ignore this yeah. one. I don't have to. Like, I don't have this burning desire in me for me to come up to you and tell you what's wrong with you, right? And tell you what's wrong with your career, even though I may recognize <laughs> that you've done something that I hated, and and at that point up to Red State, I was just like, I don't, I don't know if. I love Kevin Smith stuff. I still love Kevin Smith stuff. But Kevin around that time, around the failure of, oh, that was the other one, uh, Zack and Mary Make a Porno, Mm -hmm. which I thought was just an awful movie, which Kevin pretty much acknowledges now that it was like him trying to make a Judd Apatow movie and he doesn't know how to do that and he shouldn't have done it. And it was definitely out of his element. That's the mess of Zach and Miri is it's it's this weird not either. And it doesn't make a lot of sense and doesn't really work. And then and because his Seth Rogen movie didn't make the money that it should have. He started getting stoned. And all of a sudden, like he's in a different mindset than I was like, we're going separate ways. I'm not saying that we were joined at the hip. (laughs) But, you know, he's no longer making necessarily the movies that I'm interested in. And Red State, I friggin hated and I was just like, I guess this is the end of you know me liking Kevin Smith, but then Tusk, I laughed like back to Fear and Loathing. Like I think Tusk is hilarious. Yeah, I laughed like mad during Tusk. Yeah. I thought it was a fantastic movie.
1: Um, and that guy that just passed away, I can't think of the, the actor's name. Is it's creepy as fuck. The guy who made you know make makes him into Tusk, the older guy,
0: Michael Parsons. Yeah, that's his name. Did he die? Yeah,
1: he passed. He passed away a couple couple months ago.
0: Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Oh. But he
1: was like superb. Like yeah, in Because he went stuff. with it. He was just like this the you know. Yeah,
0: Tusk is a weird movie that is a comedy, but it's not a comedy. Right. Like the human centipede part one. I laughed. Yeah. I mean it's just and it's the same with like A Fear and Loathing.
1: Yeah, no, they, they there's are, definitely like that genre. Yeah, like, they're funny where, in like, this weird dark yeah. world. Right. But
0: I I don't call them uh look at that. Michael Hutchinson is calling. Hmm. <laughs> Uh, hello, Michael Hutchinson. We are. I am podcasting with uh, Martin right now. Well, hello. You are you are on the air. You're on the,
1: you're on the air, sir. Well, hello, everybody. Do you have a question uh, for <laughs> do you have, uh, Vince?
0: Do you have a do you have a question <laughs> for our podcast? Uh, long time
1: listener, first time caller. <laughs> nice, nice. Um,
0: so I will call you. We're uh, wrapping up shortly, so I'll call you, and I don't know, like what. Uh, 30 40 minutes all right i should i'm on an event right now actually working
2: so uh they're just not out yet so if i don't answer i'll give you a call later on you're an event
0: you're at an event in ohio
2: yeah well it's at top golf i do events so it's some sort of organization rented like a certain area out and i run it for them
0: cool right i take care of them when are you when are you coming back yeah
2: I'm hoping to be back. Hopefully, the end of July. Putting applications all over the place right now.
0: Okay, whatever. Why are you saying hoping?
2: Because I don't have a job yet.
0: Oh well, (laughs) well, aren't you coming back, job or not? Well, most Uh likely yes. Hmm. But if I don't have a job, that's a long discussion that's
1: not podcast worthy.
0: Is uh, is is Shannon ready to move?
2: Yes, she is. Everything okay. seems to be a go there. So, yeah, most likely, I, you know, 98%, I would say yes, we're coming back. So uh-huh. when I
0: get back from Italy, you'll be you'll be back.
2: Yes, that's the hope.
0: Have you evicted your tenants?
2: Uh, one of them, yes. The other one, no, because Uh-oh. I don't know exactly when.
0: But he knows that he's on his way out?
2: Yes. Well, yeah, good. So I've so- talked to him and told him and all that, told him my situation, where I'm at, so...
0: Progress you know, is being made. I was I was it sure is. when I looked down and saw you were calling, I was like, he's calling to tell me he's not coming. Yeah, really. Uh, July <laughs> uh, of 2019. No. My bike's still out there. Like, I'm ready to come back. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if you were calling to be like, well, I'm moving to Illinois. Exactly. <laughs> uh, that wouldn't happen. No <laughs> we're, way. We're moving to New York. All right. No, no.
2: Arizona, maybe. Like, summer Ugh. warm. So are the the weather's constant. It's Unlike, 92 today, this, sir.
1: So, come on back. It's it Well, is. it's 94 by now.
0: It is beautiful here right now. It's
1: crazy no, it's,
2: I know. I need to get back. Don't, don't go
1: to a red state. We're talking about red state, but don't go to a red state. Come back to California.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, so, I'll talk to you, and I'll call you in a bit, and then if I don't get you, you can call me back. All right. Sounds good. All right. Take care. Bye. All
1: right. Bye. Gee, she calls you. He doesn't even call me anymore. Uh, he he took my best friend, Dick.
0: Uh, I have not. No. No, I – you, well, you're right. I did. <laughs> um, and wait, here's one of the things I love about uh, the iPhone is it, like, tells you the when the last time you talked to somebody was.
1: Oh, yeah. There you
0: go. Um, all right. I think it does. Wait a minute. Where is it? Why is it not here? I found his contact. Oh, do I have to go down here and to recense? These are the moments that I feel like an old man. And I don't understand. Oh, I don't know anything about
1: technology. I look at your computers and oh, it just I, it know, says kind of it, just it just says
0: just, that I talked to him today. I haven't talked to him in a
1: while. It just freaks me out because I don't even know how to turn one of your computers on. I like he has, uh, Vince has three three computer screens and a TV screen They've in seen this it in podcast the vlog, room. Maybe yeah. Um, well, I'm just saying, you know, if they're not seeing the video, uh, no idea. They Should be watching the video. No idea how to turn any of that shit on or do uh, that. I can go online. I can figure that out
0: what else yeah and watch cat videos on youtube and, and that's not, the problem i go to like see that's vlogs. the
1: thing like i'll watch like a vlog for you know reviewers or whatever and then i'll eventually watch seven hours of animal videos okay. and i'm like i can't do it
0: when animals attack i can't do it uh what uh what else we're uh, we're an hour 17 in so do we miss anything what's new um
1: like i said man it's just uh, the the summer movies aren't that hot you know I'm just not very happy with uh Part of it is of is
0: uh unfortunately uh being a man of a certain age they no longer really make movies for me anymore. That, that too. I mean um, absolutely. Which is why I'm watching yeah. Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Absolutely. Um,
1: uh, it's 100% true because I it's don't
0: Why my father-in-law is in love with westerns and my dad is in love with I Love Lucy. Um, yeah. because they just don't because make that's it. anything for... Because those aren't around anymore. Yeah. And that's fine. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's 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 yeah. the way that that is.
1: And they can't even make a good Western movie uh, anymore, unfortunately.
0: A Thousand Ways to Die in the West?
1: So that's one. That was fantastic. They, used to, they used to make 15 back to, Western... Back to the
0: Future Part 3?
1: When was that? Um, Thank you. Thank you very much. That was 20 years ago.
0: Django Unchained?
1: That's okay, you just named three movies in the last 20 years they would There's make been a few good ones. they would make fifteen western movies a month when it was like John Wayne in the fifties and yeah, 60s. yeah but the
0: time the time has so. gone you know now we make fifteen crappy indie movies a month well actually more than that four thousand <laughs> four thousand indie films are made a year, so yeah, roughly uh three hundred and fifty movies are made a month <laughs> yeah
1: yeah and it's it's yeah it's, it's, God, yeah it's awful. a little bizarre oh and yeah
0: are you watching House of Cards? Are you watching anything on Netflix? I,
1: I need to get Netflix. I need. Oh. I need to. I, I just. Uh, duh. That's that's one thing I was going to talk about, and it was actually in my head. Um, I actually went out and spent the money for Showtime for Twin Peaks. I need oh, yes. to get. I need to get Netflix again. Is
0: is uh, where are we? Where are you in the season? Is it how many episodes? Uh, are there? Episode six. Six and episodes. How many nine. episodes are there? Eight or ten? Or- uh, I, don't this, I don't know what this. I, I don't
1: know what this because it's. I don't know. I'm not that big of a like. I'm We're not. Walking not that big Dead. Of an,
0: we get sixteen. We right. Get I'm not eight, that big of a nerd. On each I think. side of the season.
1: I think they're talking about like eighteen episodes, but I don't oh, wow. know what you know what the schedule is. It just, I'm I'm blown away. I don't know how good it is, on how weird it is, and I'm like I'm such a David Lynch fan, right? Like I like that. Right. I like his movies where you're like you don't know what the fuck is going on. Yeah, I hate that. And, Um, not all the time. That's the, that's the beauty of his movies or you know, now the TV show where it's like, it's every few years. It's not like, you know, he would go out and make a movie every year kind of thing. Right. He would, you know, lost highway to his next movie was like six years. Right. So you're like, you, you can watch and get, get ready for another two hour, two hour of weird. Are all
0: these directed by him? Are they all written? Um, a good, a good chunk
1: of it. It's, it's, it's him. It's, it's, uh, it was him and the original guy, Mark Frost, were like, "Okay, let's do it." And they had control. They 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 sold the idea to Showtime. Showtime was one of the you know few that said, "Yes, it's yours. Mm-hmm. We're not going to we're not going to fuck up like CBS did. We're not going to tell you what to do. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not going to look over your shoulder. Go make this show." Is this
0: a more accessible show no. to the average Joe, or no. is it so? It's, it's already
1: lost viewers, which is hilarious mm-hmm. because they don't understand. I'm like. Obviously, you've not watched any of his movies. Obviously, uh, Elephant Man is probably his only commercial film, you know, out of his repertoire. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, all of his movies are dreamlike, nightmarish, bizarre, macabre, dread, almost doesn't, you know, uh, Mulholland Drive, if you really watch that movie, you can watch the movie five times and have no fucking clue what's going on. I hated it. Right. Um, I loved it. So that's the thing. People love that. I hated it. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's very much like that. It's, it's, it's dream state. It's nightmarish. It's hilarious. I mean, I think Kyle is, uh, unbelievable. You know, they just work so well together. Um, so yeah, I mean, I love it. I know a lot of other people do like it, but it has definitely lost viewers, which is hilarious. Um, because it's not a commercial. It's not you know CBS it's not you know it's it's whatever david lynch wants to do um so yeah it's it's weird it's it's lovely and uh, this last episode was uh had a scene that was horrifyingly violent which was kind of out of nowhere so that's the kind of stuff i like about david lynch you don't know what you're going to get
0: um yeah so
1: it was in all of his movies like even wild at heart which was fairly commercial Oh yeah, um, I remember *Wild at Heart*. So but, *Twin Peaks*, there's, but like,
0: there was only thirty episodes of that TV show.
1: Yeah, it was only two. It was two seasons. Hmm. Mark Frost went on to *Picket Fences*. He he bailed, and I remember Lynch, the
0: world was captivated by yeah, that. David, David Lynch, Lynch just Twin walked
1: Peaks. away. Well, because he was told, like they were told what to do. They were they were told by producers and by you know management. They're just like, you have to do this.
0: Did they screw up the ending? Like they did one hundred percent.
1: They they screwed everything up. Because
0: then there was a movie that was made or something.
1: It, a pre, it was, a, pre, it was a prequel. It was
0: prequel. Drive was made in 99. Yeah. It's that old. Fire
1: With Me was the prequel to it, and that kind of.
0: Okay, no, Firewalks With Me, yeah, but Fire With Me, I have watched. Loved. It's one of that my favorite movies. That is letters. the, like, Agent Orange, he's, is that what, what that one is? Fire With Me?
1: Um, no, it's Twin Peaks.
0: Uh.
1: It's Twin Peaks, Fire Walk with Me, and it's the prequel to the TV show. So it's actually it's all Laura. It's all you know the the story okay, up I'm to up to right. when she gets killed. So uh,
0: Louis Agent C. Orange. Um, I so. The
1: hell? I don't know what that is. Well, the straight story is, yeah, is David a Lynch was though. in
0: two episodes of The Family Guy. Oh yeah.
1: Okay. But anyway, I'm I'm a huge Lynch fan. I I like. Uh, we we've talked about you, you know, know Mulholland
0: like, Drive was a TV movie, no.
1: Well, it was supposed to be he they they he was supposed to be on television. Mulholland Drive is another one that was just kind of like.
0: Eraserhead.
1: Yeah, that was his first.
0: Yeah, I didn't like. Uh, Eraserhead is very bizarre.
1: You don't know what the hell. Uh, that Elephant
0: is. Man is you know whatever sort of good. Um, sort of good. Well, it's a like I don't know. It's not like something you want to. No, you don't watch all the time. It's, it's a I brutal. Mean,
1: it's a brutal fucking story.
0: Yeah, yeah I mean that's why it's, it's
1: Academy like, Award winning, right? So, no. It is.
0: I, it's a good movie. It's just not like I, uh, there's no. never a point where I'm like, let's grab some popcorn and watch the yeah. elephant. Yeah, no. um, he was. Uh, he directed Dune, mm-hmm. which uh, I didn't <laughs> really like.
1: No, you can't like it because <laughs> it was produ- a big hit. The production
0: Dune, Dune was a big hit. Like mm-hmm. it made money.
1: It made money, but
0: you know, uh, wild at heart uh, loved. Yeah, I also...
1: One of the best things I love is uh, Nicolas Cage's best roles.
0: Yeah, okay, Twin Peaks, Firewalk With Me. That is not the movie that I'm thinking of. No. Uh, but uh, what else do we have here?
1: Lost Highway, Mulholland Drive. Lost
0: Highway, I don't even know if I've Lost seen Highway. it. Uh, Racer Head Stories. Okay, Mulholland Drive 2001. So I guess he made a TV movie. Well,
1: yeah, it was... Yeah, it's, it's one uh, of his shorts. Uh, um, is that what it is? Yeah. Because he made it, yeah, it was, you know... Every TV... Person wants him because of how big Twin Peaks was, right? But they're like, then you watch it, and you're like, yeah, this, yeah we can't sell like, this on TV. We, <laughs> we can't sell this on TV, and that's why Showtime was just kind of like, well, we're competing with HBO, we're competing with Netflix, we have to have something, and we definitely want David Lynch's name. So yes, so they agree to it, and it's not your typical commercial, you know, TV show. So it's not going to be a huge success, but you know, the fans, like myself, love it.
0: Yeah, I am so not entrenched in this guy's career. Yeah, uh, I mean, like, and I'm
1: dying up there. Uh, it's a pretty good show too. He that's has the,
0: worked on tons of, you know, he's done tons of stuff. But uh, that's another show you might want to watch. Whatever. What is it?
1: The uh, it's it's about the comedians in the '70s. Oh, it's, uh, another, it's another Showtime. Uh, yeah, show. it's Showtime. I don't know. It's good. Showtime. It's not bad.
0: I mean, they've only had I'd two episodes. i have to steal your password. <clears throat> I don't even um, know if I have. Uh, well, how did you get Showtime? <clears throat> what do you like? bought it through your cable yeah. company? Yeah, I just got it. Directv. Good. I got
1: Showtime. Whatever
0: the Showtime app. Or Good whatever. God, man! You went total old school. Yeah, I really. Oh, this
1: is this the other it. funny thing about you know the Showtime. Um, thing. David
0: Lynch is seventy-one years old and is five foot ten inches tall.
1: Yeah. The other funny thing about the Showtime thing. Hey, quick question. I just saw Lord. this.
0: Any shooting in Massachusetts is that automatically a mass shooting? Yes. All right, go on.
1: Uh so Showtime <laughs> to get just the channel Showtime. Yeah. East West. Yeah. Was $12 a month. Right. To get Showtime and there's six channels yeah, 13 and 2, a month, and, two a month. and 2 uh okay. the movie channels yeah. and then it popped in some other channel I've never heard of and then Flix and everything yeah. was 12.99. Yeah. And the person asked me a very straight question, would you like Showtime for 12 or would you like nine cable channels for 12.99? Yes. And I kind of just sat there and paused for a minute. I go, really? People just, they're going to spend $12 on one channel? Yeah. And he's just like, I guess you have to say it because the computer's telling you, but right. yes, I would like the twelve ninety dollars know package.
0: But that's, but that is. So it's just
1: very odd when people are reading a computer screen and not really. But then again, I understand that because some people will be like, I don't want those channels.
0: I don't want those. Just right. give me Showtime for $3. Right. Um, but
1: it's $12, but then you can get everything else for $0.99. Cents. Right. So literally, it's like you're getting the Showtime. And eight other channels for ninety
0: nine cents. The, uh, it is exactly so the, the psychology not? of the movie theater popcorn or the movie right. theater soda. Yeah, uh, it is a seven dollars for a popcorn is ridiculously expensive. Yeah, but when it's fifty cents more than a medium, it looks like a deal. Exactly. Uh, and that, like, yeah, when and I worked, that at, is, that is what when this I is. worked
1: when I worked at Band Theaters, and this was twenty five years ago. The small drink was three. The medium drink was like four twenty-five, but the large drink was four fifty. Right. So I like I just sat there and I giggled because all day all we had to say because people would just say I'll just take a medium coke and a medium popcorn. And you're it's like you know you know for twenty-five large. cents more, mm-hmm. you get like ten times more. No, I just want the medium. So you just sat there and you're like it's a quarter. Like so in my head I'm like dude it's just a quarter. What the hell? And you're like oh well okay they just don't want the the large for some reason. We, so it's it is the most it was the most bizarre. Like, it was a very, very strange, like, science, you know, experiment for me. Because, like, I just sat there and I'm like, but it's 25 cents. What do you, I mean, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, and but, you're like, you okay oh, yeah. all right, go ahead. If I, then, buy,
0: if I buy the small Coke, that's all I'll drink. If I buy the large Coke, I'll suck that whole thing down. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> well, yeah, something. it's like. And but it's like, with the popcorn.
1: But like, yeah, it's like a small popcorn where it's like you literally, it's like two handfuls of popcorn for five right. bucks. Or you get that huge, gigantic bucket, and you're like. I usually don't even eat all the popcorn, they made but I'm like, it, they make it's it worse 50 cents more.
0: Now they say, uh, and the large has free refills.
1: Refill, yeah, yeah. Right. which you don't, of course. I'm like, God, I don't even know if I can finish the So part.
0: what we did, yeah. our scam, <laughs> no, <sir. laughs> um, I did this for a long time at, uh, at Movie 16. Uh, after when we would leave, we would take our, our, uh, our drink cup and our um, yeah. popcorn bag with us. And the next time that we came back to the theater, we would bring back our drink. Oh, no, of course. And our popcorn. Yeah. Because uh, 16 would throw away your cup and give you a Give you a new cup, cup right. Yeah. And the, the same with the uh, yeah. popcorn bag. There still is Burbank. very bizarre. So we would, you know, go in and we would hide it and then take it out. And I would get, so I would get two Cokes and two popcorns for the price of one. And then now we, what we end up doing is when we leave, we get it filled back up and we bring popcorn yeah, home. Yeah, Absolutely. And then we I put, love, it, I love we put movie it in little popcorn, bins and yeah. so we get two popcorns yeah. for the price of one. We yeah. don't bring the bag back. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, but Deanna is puzzled with me. She's just like, should, you, should I save the bag? Yeah, we'll just get popcorn. <laughs> <take the>
1: popcorn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it is kind of funny that it's like a corn more. So, yeah.
0: But yeah, uh, so I, Twin Peaks. What else is there? Anything you're in love with? It you've been. I, I need to get
1: Netflix because of House of Cards. Um, House of Cards. You know, I'm, jo- I'm Jones for some uh, Kevin Smith craziness. So no, Kevin Spacey. Not. Smith. I mean, uh, Kevin. You've been talking about Kevin, That's but right. Kevin Spacey and Robin. So yeah, I gotta get it.
0: Robin Wright Penn, who no, is in no, Wonder Robin Woman, Wright. and kicks ass and Robin Wonder Wright. Woman. She's not a pen anymore. That's true. I can't. I don't know why they weren't even married though. They've been married. They've been they were divorced for longer. years. No, they weren't. Yeah. yeah. They are married 20 years? Like 20
1: or 30, well, they were together 20 or 30 years. I don't know how long know. they were
0: married. Anyway, uh, but she kicks ass in Wonder Woman. Oh, my God, dude. She's amazing. 51 years old. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. she looks great.
1: Yeah, she was a crazy guy. Um
0: She doesn't look great as Claire, but she looked great uh, in... I saw her in interviews for Wonder Woman, and I was like, wow, well, she...
1: She looks amazing in House of Cards. What are you talking about?
0: No, she looks...
1: Well, maybe this season. I haven't seen this season.
0: No, she always, like... I She looks like... Look, she's playing a part. She looks like a politician. She To me, she looks like you know, your high school vice principal, like, you know, she just looks like a, uh, a, a teacher that is dying to f- put you in the corner. Like I don't know. She's very okay. stern. Yeah. Um. So I don't find her sexy in House of Cards. And I saw her in an interview for Wonder Woman. Yeah. And I was like, oh, Buttercup is still pretty. <laughs> um. I think Buttercup is attractive and she's yeah. kicking ass. And that's awesome. Because in House of Cards, I'm just like, I don't know. She's- You're
1: crazy. But yeah. She looks amazing in House of Cards. She looks she, amazing anyway. She has. This, she always has.
0: I don't want to call her an old lady. That's not the term I'm looking no. for. But there's this, and she, it's the part she's playing. and She's playing it perfectly in House yeah. of Cards. She's she's this stern politician, authoritative yeah. kind yeah. of, but not.
1: It's a pretty intense role. Not so authoritative it yeah. like
0: she's a police officer who's going to you know treat yeah. me like a bad boy. <laughs>
1: Like, well, she actually will because like, she has in the show. I mean, so
0: like someone but, yeah. that you would just refer to as a mean cunt. Yeah. Like a vice, Which she, like she plays the vice principal of a school yeah. or something. Uh, yeah. And for
1: like no apparent reason, mean. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. Just very stern. Yeah. And, and yeah. so it's a it's a perfect part. And I had not I had not seen her in interviews or anything in real life. So I didn't. I just didn't know until the interview for wonder woman that, yeah. you know, Hey, w- wow. Yeah. She's still, she princess Buttercup is, is hot. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that was cool. But yeah. And then watching her kick ass and the, I saw a previews of wonder woman. and I was like, that's awesome. Yeah. She's, 51 she's amazing. Years old.
1: Yeah. She's amazing in it. So yeah, definitely, so. definitely worth. Uh, well, yeah, I think wonder woman is amazing. It's, it's a really damn good movie.
0: All right. So anything else? I don't think so, man. It sounds good. So then I guess we will.
1: What's going on with you and uh, editing and stuff? Are you working on stuff? I am, I'll, not,
0: I'll, I am not working at all. I'm two anything, weeks but... away from going to Italy. Right. And, uh, you know, I can't find a job, you know, to work at for two weeks. Uh, yeah. It, yeah. So, I mean, I, I actually do look if there's something right. that comes up this, like, one day or two that um, fits my bill. But... uh yeah, no, I'm, I'm trying to get things together, wrap things up, put things, get the check things off my list. How long um, is Italy? How long are you? We're there for five weeks. So oh, back crap. It's August. one of those things. Yeah, Yeah. we're back in August. Awesome. Uh, and so, yeah, there's a lot to, you know, do and get ready for and prepare for. Uh, I mean, little things like uh, I'm going to take your cell phone and pull your SIM card and stick it in my cell phone to make sure that it works
1: because i don't even know what you're talking about but yeah so
0: uh, i unlocked my phone so when i get to italy right i can buy a local local italy sim SIM card and stick it in my phone okay well how do you tell if your phone's unlocked well i don't want to get to italy and it's not unlocked because then what do i do yeah
1: so well you can buy a phone while you're there
0: well yeah throw away phone yeah but i I don't want to do that i want to use my phone no 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 i understand um Uh, especially because we have plans to live broadcast to Facebook while we're there. Uh, So anyhow, the way to test it is you got to put another network's SIM in your phone and make sure that, you know, it works. Funny. And mostly everybody I know is on (laughs) AT&T. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm sitting here struggling, looking for people. And yesterday I texted you. I'm like, who's your provider? Verizon. Thank God. (laughs) Yeah um because i just didn't want to i want to make sure because if it doesn't work i get it on the phone with at&t and say you know why is my phone not unlocked
1: yeah um so because anyway. then it's like four dollars a minute to talk and yeah. yeah
0: so we have yeah so we why it's I, crazy i have a plan on deanna's I just, so so deanna just got the iphone 7 which is under contract so it can't be unlocked okay so my phone i added a, an international data plan, the passport plan to my phone. Okay. And then I will take my SIM card and put it in Deanna's phone. So it stays on the AT&T network. But when you call my number, it'll answer Deanna's phone. That will give us limited data and limited text messages and stuff from her phone which will actually be my phone number. Right. My phone is unlocked, so then I'll stick a foreign SIM in it. Right. But when we arrive, so once we arrive and we're at the airport and we got to get our rental car or actually we don't get our rental car. We got to take public transportation to get to the Crown Plaza Hotel where we're staying for 4 days. The Crown Plaza includes a free cell phone gratis. So fantastic. Nice. So now I just need to make sure that I can use her phone, AT and T passport, which costs whatever per minute. Between getting from the airport to the Crown Plaza, then I get to use the Crown Plaza's phone for the next four days, and during that four days, then I can, can determine find, which SIM I right. can buy for my phone. Right. So it's all these little things. And the concierge just, or somebody
1: that will, will, sure, will be able yeah. to help you so, of trying to yeah. f-
0: to figure out and plan yeah. um, how to you know orchestrate and get yeah. this done. And, and then, you know, just wrapping up things here, getting things ready here before we leave, making sure bills are paid and all of that sort of crap. Um, yeah. So there's. Yeah. I
1: had really a really good friend of mine. The bandic stole. Uh, mm-hmm. One of the guys came out and he had the same problem
0: out of the closet.
1: No, he, he came out to America with his wife, <laughs> his wife. All right. And he set everything up with like the Norwegian bank. He's like, OK, I have a visa. And he went to the phone company. I have ATT whatever international, whatever, blah, blah, mm-hmm, blah. Mm-hmm. He gets here and I was like, Oh, welcome to America, joking, ha, ha ha. And he's like, I'm at the you know, hotel. I'm like, Oh, okay, cool. Did everything go okay? And he's like, No. I'm like, Oh shit, you know, because you know, traveling sucks anyway. And no bank, no bank card, mm-hmm. no phone. Right. And so here's a guy and his wife from Norway. They speak good English and everything, but still you're just like, now I'm in a different country. No money, no phone, no right. nothing, even though you were already told, you know, by the quote unquote professionals that you're, you're perfectly fine. So it's very scary and it's very weird to, to think in like this day and age with technology and all that kind of shit. Sure. Like his, the bank, it was going to take three days mm-hmm. and with the phone, it was supposed to take like a week. And he's like, I'm only here for eight days. Right. So I was like, I went there, let him use my phone, of course. And I'm like, I gave him some American cash and he paid me back and everything, but it was just like totally yeah it's it's crazy what you have to go through to go to certain countries and uh
0: before we went to england uh i didn't get any any money any euros that's fine Uh, but i checked with bank of america to make to see what banks atms i could use there and not pay a fee on so when we landed we got a rental car the first thing was we needed to find a bank so we could get cash just to make sure that we had cash uh and that I wouldn't say it was a hassle it was a bit inconvenient yeah. we probably would have liked to have just gotten on the freeway and made our way directly to Wales <laughs> to Vince's, um, but we found had to find a bank in the middle of that so this trip I decided, okay, I don't want to do that, so I went to Bank of America yesterday and I ordered two hundred dollars in euros yeah. that I think will be in tomorrow, which I was just like, you don't have them like I yeah, don't it's, want yeah, it's really strange. yeah they go to they go yeah. Like, how do you, like, someone else hasn't traded them in? I mean, yeah. it's a bank. Like, you have a lot of room back there in a safe. Like, no, it
1: goes to a different
0: bank. I'm not asking for some obscure money. Like, it feels like you should have a couple hundred bucks in pesos and euros and, um, <laughs> you, would you think, know, but yen it all here. It all goes to Like, major certain... currency. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so on the checklist, find out what bank I can use when we're in Italy that I don't get charged any fees on. Make sure that I, have you know, have two hundred dollars which is just some pocket cash we pay for everything with credit cards but of course when i've already pre-planned that i will be taking several credit cards not several three credit cards from three different institutions just in case there's a problem with one i have a note that i have to call the credit cards to notify the credit cards that we're going to be in italy um you know so it's just like yeah all this stuff But it's
1: funny, true. like, again, this day and age, you're a technology person and you still have to figure all this shit out. So it's just very, it's very bizarre
0: how it, you know, uh, it's a lot works. easier. I mean, you say that, but it's a lot easier today than it used to be. No, 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 be. Absolutely. no. Absolutely. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, I have no oh idea how people made it around countries without Google Maps. Oh, my God. No. Like, like, how like any, they of managed yeah, um, any of it. Yeah, any of
1: it. That's, you know, I, I, yeah, absolutely.
0: We, in even in Wales, which is, you know, a developed country, it's not a and third a tiny, world country. And you're, yeah, you um, yeah, you can get lost. Finding yeah. castles and things yeah. without Google Maps I is, I would call impossible. I absolutely. just don't know how we found it. They would have to actually have real maps, them,
1: like, you know, their own Thomas Guy type we, of stuff, and you're still Which screwed. Thomas guide and Rand McNally still,
0: maps did not exist in most locations. No,
1: no, but, like, you would still be screwed, like, if you didn't have... right google map type of uh so so yeah
0: yeah. um anyway
1: no absolutely it's just like i said it's just bizarre to think you're like oh you're just gonna go to italy it should be kind of and you're like no it's not easy it's a different country it's a different world and you have to plan a lot of crap you have to you have to plan a lot of you know like you said a lot of little things but it adds up right you know it takes time
0: and you could show up and just wing it absolutely like Um, you know and and that is a doable thing but you fall into situations like your friend did here where now you're paying paying four dollars a minute to get something set up and i was
1: about to say you're going to be paying a lot of fees you're going to you're going to be throwing a lot of money away so you can wing it you can come to america anytime you want i mean you know and you're you're going to stay at a hotel you're going to go shopping or whatever but then you're like oh my credit card you know it's like i use my their visa and it was like twenty dollars for a pair of jeans, they get back to Norway and it still costs them fifty because they got yeah. screwed. <laughs> you know, well, that's, on, on you have fees the... and and you know, this, sure. that, and the other. I so, yeah. I make
0: sure that the cards that I take have no foreign transaction right. fees and you know. Because those those adds up like so fast. So, up. Fa- so like but like they're so fast. <laughs> yeah. It's
1: ridiculous and especially ATM. Because it's like ATM fees are already kind of, you know, they're ripping you off anyway. But you're just like, Oh, that was a twenty five dollar transaction mm-hmm. for a four dollar Starbucks. Right. So now I just spent $30 on coffee. Thanks. And you're just like, wow, that was just really dumb of me. And you're like, well, you know, live and learn and you move on. But you don't want to do that five or six times. And yeah, so. Yeah, no, we we
0: don't. That's how we manage to travel cheaply. Absolutely. I mean, we're going to Italy for five weeks. I want to say that the trip, total cost of the trip is probably going to be between five and seven grand.
1: That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, That's really, really good
0: you know, it's cheap. Well airfare it, airfare it, and hotel that's and that's a lot of money yeah. to people. I'm not I mean it's a lot of money to Deanna and I, although we've been planning for two years. Right. Um so it's something that I mean we bought tickets to this whatever like two years ago or something. Or airline tickets a year but ago. But still this could very easily
1: have doubled um double or triple. Oh that, yeah. I know. mean by the time everything
0: yeah. is done you're talking about two people roughly a thousand dollars a week. Uh, you know that's nothing but yeah a day. and that'll include food and all of that. 100.
1: And 100, 150 bucks a day. That's
0: yeah. Like, that's amazing. Right. We do. We don't need it extravagantly. That's
1: even pretty good for America. Like if you, you know, it's like you know, you go to New York to visit people, or like your your friends in Florida. You know, you can spend one hundred fifty bucks a day. You know, easy.
0: Yeah, and you can also do it. I mean, people have just bummed around and backpacked <laughs> and done it for next to nothing. Yeah. Uh, but you know,
1: we'll have fun. I hope to see you before, but if not, have a good trip. Yeah, I
0: don't know if we if you manage to if we manage to podcast next week, we should uh, do depending. it next week before you. Uh, so let's wrap this up. All right, man. Uh, I'm Vince Roca.
1: Uh, I'm Martin Bailey.
0: And for more on the show, visit GetConvinced.com.
1: GetConvinced.com. There you go. I forgot what it was called, so people have asked now. People, I'm telling people I'm podcasting, and I'm like, "It's get it's." How
0: do you forget? It's get. I'm convinced. an idiot. I'm, I'm an idiot.
1: What are you talking? about? Like, I don't even know how. I'm not conceited.
0: I'm not conceited. I'm convinced. Right, right. But am I like, get convinced? I'm
1: not now. a podcast person because people are like, oh, there's a new podcast. I'm like, oh, yeah. What's I don't the know. Technology,
0: Vince. Vince. Light bulb. How'd yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, it's like I don't know. Somebody else made it. and They fucking had turned the switch, and it turns <laughs> on. I don't give a shit. All
0: right, visit getconvinced.com.